0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. (laughs) Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: This crazy world continues to get crazier Uh, pretty much minute by minute. (laughs) How crazy is it when... You can't count on Republicans to even come up with a decent spending bill Uh, when they they spend more than the previous guy they were talking about and complaining about and uh, yelling about his spending. And they go ahead and approve a bill that is uh, bigger than anything he ever did. More spending than he ever dreamed in such a short period of time, 1.3 trillion until September. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Plus, it's 2,000 pages through September. You've got a bill that's 2,000 pages. This is just madness. Uh, Jim Jordan, you can still kind of count on for you know once in a while some conservative values. Here's what he said about it.
2: Is it the price tag or what you're spending it on? It's,
3: well, both. I mean, and, and it's not even close to what we told the American people we were going to do. So it's not just conservatives who don't like this bill. The American people, when they find out what's in it, and that's going to take a while, because we just got it 12 hours ago, and we're going to vote on it here in a few hours, mm. and it's 2,200 pages that funds sanctuary cities, Jeez, funds man. Planned Parenthood, restricts Second Amendment liberties, and <sighs> grows the government at a $1.3 trillion price tag on this legislation, which will lead to a trillion dollar deficit. Now, I don't think wow. the American people said, oh, let's put Republicans in control of Congress to do a bill like this. This, is, this may be the worst bill I have seen in my time in Congress. The worst bill our leadership's ever allowed to come to the floor.
1: And that says a lot. That's saying a lot. Jim Jordan was there through the, the Obama years. But uh, nobody, nobody has any conservative values anymore. They're not fiscally conservative. They're not socially conservative. They just roll with the winds. the winds with the changing winds worst bill he's seen since he's been in office and it does have it does uh, it does provide for 1.3 billion dollars in border security and not a penny for a wall but they could they could maybe build a chain link fence
4: oh
1: it actually it actually calls for yeah go ahead and maybe you build a chain link fence uh, Okay, are we just trying to keep our dogs from leaving the country? <laughs> I mean, that's is like it, that's it's insulting. It's it is. they would even
5: put that in there. It's unbelievable. And just to clarify, uh, Jordan did say this is the worst bill that uh, the GOP leadership has brought to the floor. Yeah. So I mean, just just Still, throwing that in there. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, uh, it, it's this was this was uh, Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and they got together the four of them. And hammered this out with everything the Democrats wanted. And probably more. Uh, Probably a lot more. I don't understand it. What good is it to have the majority in Congress? Like, should we even care if the Republicans lose the majority in the House this, this coming November? Who cares? They're the same as Democrats. They're the same. They're not doing anything. Who? Ca- I mean, what difference does it make? This is what we've been saying for a while. I, I don't know what's happened here to the Republican Party. They have no principles, no values. Uh, they've got no plan. Uh, they, they, don't even, they don't even stand for fiscally conservative policies anymore. They're just bankrupting this nation. And make no mistake, we're—I uh, mean, I don't know if you heard Mo Brooks on Glenn's show earlier today, but uh, it was chilling what he had to say. Um, now, what does he know? Is he an economist? Hmm? <laughs> uh, yeah, graduated with highest honors. Now you remember that exchange? Right?
5: <laughs> One of my favorite clips of all time. Absolutely,
1: uh, so good it was. Uh, I'm trying to think who the anchor was. Anyway, she was challenging him on. On his thoughts on uh, on his economic policies, we
0: were looking at
6: going re- reverting into a depression at that point. Everyone, the well, Fed I chairman, I
3: disagree that we the, were going
5: into a depression. But well, go ahead.
6: Do you have a degree in economics?
5: Uh, yes, ma'am, I do, highest honors. Okay, so <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, oh, okay.
1: Guess I should have known the answer to that question before I asked it, mm-hmm. which she later admitted. Actually, <laughs> uh, so Mo Brooks does have a degree in in economics. He knows what he's talking about, and he was absolutely frightening talking about uh, what kind of country this will be if we don't stop this. If we don't get a grip on it, we're going to wind up like Venezuela. You know, Venezuela's population has lost an average of 24 pounds in the last year. Why? Starvation. They don't have food. They literally don't have enough resources to feed their people. Then there's a mass exodus out of that country. You know, it's a, I mean, it's, it's just gone belly up. And he is, he's out warning that that is going to, that can happen to us. Once you keep just printing money, because that's what we're doing. We're just printing more money. Uh, Well, what happens to that? Then it makes the money we already have less valuable. There's just an incredible glut of money that's meaningless when it's not based in anything. It's not, it's, we're not on the gold standard anymore, so it's not backed up by anything. When you just keep printing more money that's not backed by anything, that just causes inflation to the tune of 4,000% last year in Venezuela. 4,000% inflation. Uh this is not good. And it's staggering to me that the Republicans don't care. I mean, what has happened since Paul Ryan became speaker? He's been terrible. There's there's no leadership being provided in the Republican Party. They're just a rudderless party uh trying to keep their power. They don't really have principles and values. If they did, they'd be able to keep their power. They'd be able to stay in office because we'd keep voting for them. As it is, there's just no reason to. There's just no reason to. 888 thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Joe Biden was speaking to a group of college kids, University of Miami. Hmm. And uh, this came up. When a
3: guy who ended up becoming our national leader said, I can grab a woman anywhere and she likes it. And then said, I I made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake, but they asked me, would I like to debate this gentleman? And I said, no. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out
4: of him. Yay,
3: violence! I've been in a lot of locker rooms my whole life. A pretty damn good athlete.
1: I bet you are. Any
3: guy who talked that way was usually Mm. the fattest, ugliest SOB in the room. (laughs)
1: setting a great example for the kids there right joe being joe that's just middle class joe he's a brawler and they like that the brawler from the streets of delaware pennsylvania or wherever he's from uh it's it's pathetic so joe in high school was so anti-sexual harassment that for trump to have said something like that he would have taken him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him uh huh. Anybody buy that? First of all, do you buy that Joe Biden is outraged by sexual harassment? <laughs> Guys, creepy as hell. What are you talking about? Hmm. I mean, give me a break on that.
5: Look at the pictures at the Blaze TV right now. Yeah, Joe oh Biden is upset about words that Donald Trump has said. Mm-hmm. Look at Mister Grabby McGrabs a lot. Good grief, those are. Physical, yeah.
1: yeah, and and mm. some young young women too, young girls,
5: uh, and, and the wives of senators. Uh huh. I mean, this guy inappropriate.
1: Shut up. I mean, even if he's not doing anything, touching them in an inappropriate area, it's just inappropriate how close he's getting to them. How 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 invasive of their space he is. He's creepy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Trump responded. Crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he's weak, both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. (laughs) Now, I actually sort of enjoyed that because Joe Biden deserves it. Is it presidential? Mm, No, we all know it isn't, but that's why he was elected, right? Is we wanted somebody different?
5: Can we compromise on the Trump tweet response there to Joe Biden? You and I find some common ground. What if Donald Trump had woken up this morning, gone to the bathroom, like, like you mentioned earlier, got on his phone, and instead of tweeting that about, you know, oh, really, you want to fight me, Joe? Why not just mic drop and just say what we just showed in pictures? Um, yeah. How about how about something like this? Um. I heard what Vice President, uh, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden said about me. Um, I would like to remind him and those in the audience there and the rest of America that... Uh, and you could you could have linked to that picture of, of him groping all of these women. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, somehow still allow Donald Trump to be Donald Trump without talking about, you know, fighting and all this backyard bullcrap. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... It did not. When I saw that tweet this morning, it just did not impress me. But I understand what you said. Yeah. You know, that's, that's who we elected. It is. It is. It's Trump Jake being Tapper Trump. kind
1: of brought some perspective to this, though, mm-hmm. with, with his tweets. Uh, reminder that between the two of these tough guys <laughs> are nine Vietnam deferments and claims they couldn't serve because of asthma and bone spurs. Uh, pff, kind of says it all. It really kind of says it all. Although asthma is a legitimate, it does preclude you from from being in the military. Bone spurs hurt, and bone spurs hurt.
7: <laughs> Just saying.
1: <laughs> so Biden got five deferments, uh, and Trump, according to the New York Times, received five as well. One of which was owed to his diagnosis of bone spurs. So that's ten between the two of them, right? If they both received five. Huh? Yeah, by his own math, he's he's off a little bit there. Still, it was nice to see to Tapper put a little perspective on mm-hmm. this on this little discussion because <laughs> that's true. I mean, stop acting like tough guys. Just right. you know, the two
5: most <laughs> immature Americans going at it. Legislate,
1: Come on. will you please? Thank you. But this gives you a little preview of what's probably coming in twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, it's probably a lot of this kind of. Back it and is forth.
5: going to be. The worst campaign in the history of the world. They,
1: they may end up in the octagon together. Welcome yeah, to Thunderdome. Yeah. Little, <laughs> they, little MMA between Yes, two of they
5: them. may actually end up behind they, the water tower after school. Yeah, they might.
1: Let <laughs> well, me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids. Mm. Uh, this is something I believe in a lot. And when you see what's in Cosmo on a regular basis, I, I think you're left with no other conclusion than it's pornography and shouldn't be sold to kids under 18. That's not to say Cosmo can't do what they do. They can. Uh, not trying to remove their their free speech. Not trying to censor them. And not trying to drive them out of business. Victoria Hearst started this with the goal of having the material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmo in every state. So it can't be sold to kids under 18 and they wouldn't be able to be subject to Uh, articles like The Ultimate Sex Position Guide. I mean, how many of these do they have? So many variations on this. They've got the lesbian sex positions. Mm -hmm. They've got the hetero sex positions. Mm -hmm. uh, Anybody can buy these. Anybody can buy it. Your child. Your nine-year-old can buy Cosmo if they want to. This should not be the case. So go to CosmoHurtsKids.com and help... Take a stand against pornography being sold to anybody under 18. It's CosmoHertzKids.com. That's CosmoHertzKids.com. As we're joined by Brad Stagg.
2: It is a beautiful day out there. It is. I mean, pretty much the lower third of the country. Now, if you're in New Jersey right now, I'm sorry. It sucks. Mm, well, that could have been. Because a- isn't there like 300 feet of snow yeah, coming but, down? But, it's, but that comment yeah. could have been applicable to any that's, day. That's true. <clears throat> but, you know, it is this time of the year, springtime, when a young man's thoughts... Turn to earwax. <laughs> do, I, do I do believe, yes. And, and in this wow. case, I think this, you, you know, the other day I was saying, you don't want to be the person on YouTube with 400,000 views of the schmutz coming out of your sure. ears. However, <laughs> I'm going to change my tune because uh, WaxRx has a contest right now. You could win uh, an Amazon Echo Show, an Amazon Dot, or uh, uh, WaxRx Earbuds. Uh, if you take a video of the stuff coming out of your ears and submit it. <laughs> oh. come on uh-huh. everybody wow. wants to see it except pat
5: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: but if you submit your video you have until the end of uh, of uh, march to submit your video and they're going to draw the uh, winners you got to uh, get on
1: that then it's the 22nd I, I, today
2: uh, yes yeah uh, had i known about this sooner i would have said something yeah, sooner
5: give us some time to build you up know. some gunk you know right Right? Okay.
2: So just uh, check it out. Go to uh, usewaxrx.com. You'll find out more about the whole system there. But to get in the contest, you could win some cool stuff because of the stuff in your ears. Usewaxrx.com.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Call your representatives today. Tell them to vote against this absolute abomination of a bill—one point three trillion dollar spending bill until September. Ah, oh, so that's really April, hmm. May, June, July.
5: In August. What so five to... months, $1.3 trillion. And you, you're saying it like you're kind of upset or you're uh-huh. just not satisfied with that. What is your deal? Why yeah, are you... well,
1: I, I, it's, it provides for um, uh, no funding for the wall. Okay. Um, it uh, it provides for all kinds of handouts that the, that the Democrats want. Okay. I mean, they gave them everything they wanted just so that they would continue to fund the military. Uh, just... Can you... You've got the majority it's in the House and the Senate.
5: Remarkable, and in a bad I, way.
1: I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Why are they so pathetic? I. It's, it's inconceivable. You keep, I keep using, using that, that yeah, word. Do I don't that, think it means what I think it means.
5: Clearly not.
7: Barry in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Yeah, I just wanted to say that most of our spending should be for national defense and security and maybe some research to keep our country strong. And the wall, of course, that's part of security. Mm-hmm. And yep. the constitution mm-hmm. really pushes everything back to the states. Everything should be everything else should be done by the states with the exception maybe of printing the money. Huh. What huh. a concept.
1: <laughs> Where do you get something like that, a concept like yeah. that? That things uh-huh. that uh, that aren't relegated to the federal government would then become the purview of the states. Where would you see something like that? Hey, Barry, I mean, that's uh,
5: do you have a degree in economics? <laughs> I,
1: I do not. So, well, then, yeah. I mean, clearly.
4: <laughs> right? <laughs> I, mean, I, think. I do have,
7: a, I do have a, a degree in human resources management and a master's in management. And I did 20 years of service in the Navy as a nuclear Electronic technician wow thanks for wow. your service
1: god bless you barry. and you do have a brain thanks. and you can see that this is one of the dumbest bills of all time all from time. from republicans appreciate it thanks barry triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three i mean it, it's hard to uh go over all the things that are wrong because it's 2200 pages 2200 pages they're voting on it today
5: Just, I mean, are you kidding me? Doing the exact same thing that they railed and bitched about the Democrats doing when they had total power.
1: Remember when Rand Paul said, hey, let's pass a bill that bills can't be any longer than a page. One page. (laughs) What happened to that? That would have been brilliant because at least you know what you're voting for at that point. And then if you need 2,200 bills, you know, print out 2,200 bills. But at least you can read what you're trying to pass or what you're voting no about. At least you'd know. There's no way they're going to know that. There's no way anybody can go through 2,200 pages in a few hours. You can't do it. It's despicable what they keep doing to us.
5: And the fact that they're going to get a majority of congressmen to vote for this.
1: Just based on that alone.
5: It looks like it's going to pass, right? Yeah, never mind what's in it. Just forget what's in it. I wouldn't vote on it on the principle of the 12-hour turnaround bullcrap.
1: And then they wonder, well, what do you mean we're going to lose the election in, in November? Hey, what if we do this? What if we do a second tax cut? Yeah, why don't you? Okay, so because this puts us a, a trillion more behind the eight ball. One trillion dollars more behind the eight ball. And then do another ca- tax cut. See, when you do... Tax cuts. What you also need to do is curb your spending. Hmm. Curb your spending. Hmm. <laughs> when, you, when you're at home and your income level goes down, do you spend more? I mean, if you do, you're not very good at balancing your budget, but you're doing exactly what Washington does. So congratulations on that. You must be very, very, very proud. But you're not going to last in your home very long. Because you're going to lose it, and you're going to lose your cars, and you're going to lose everything you own. And you're going to wind up on the street. That's where America is going to wind up, on the street. And if and when that happens, if we don't get a grip on this, what do you think is going to happen to the military? We won't be able to fund it. We will not be able to fund the military. And they will not be able to defend us against our enemies. Would there be anybody on this planet that would be then, I don't know, tempted? To try and overthrow the United States of America. Try an invasion of the United States of America. Come in and take the assets of the United States of America for payment for nothing more than payment. What do we what do we owe uh, China? Is it a is it two trillion now? I think it's close to two trillion dollars. It was one trillion a long time ago. Got to be at least two by now. Do you think they're going to be happy if we go bankrupt? How do you think they'll handle that? Hey, by the way, China, we can't pay you now, and we'll never be able to. Oh, okay. Well, then we're just going to take your assets. How about we come in and and we own your natural resources? That's what's going to happen, and we won't be able to do anything about it because we can't fund the military. Uh, This is a critically bad situation, and I I, I can't for the life of me figure out how the Republicans in office— don't care or don't see it. I, I'm not sure which it is. I guess they don't care. All they care about is keeping their position in office. It's treasonous at this point. It's treasonous because it if you don't stop it, it's going to lead to the downfall of this country. When will they put a stop to it? When will they wake up to the situation we're in? 888 900 Thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up in a second. Um, let me tell you about uh, part of the problem here that we have, and that's indoctrination of our children. You see it every single day on the news. We see it every time uh, these kids from Parkland get on CNN and start flapping their mouths. They've been indoctrinated. Where are they getting indoctrinated? Not just at home; they're getting they're being indoctrinated at school. Schools are not like when we grew up. We grew up, you know, learning uh, about reading, writing, and arithmetic. They're growing up learning social justice. Now, if you'd like to get out, spit yourself and your family, your kids out of that system, I have a fantastic way you can do that. A lot of people just say, well, I'd love to homeschool. I can't. I don't have the ability to teach my kids at home. That's where Freedom Project Academy comes in. It's a fully accredited Judeo Christian classical education online. And it's for kids from kindergarten all the way through high school. Talking about an incredibly interactive education where your students attend live classes every day with teachers and fellow classmates from across the country. They don't accept a penny of government funding. So they're not beholden to the government. They stay committed to teaching your kids how to think, not what to think. I love that. Whether it's teaching them to think liberally or conservatively, just give them the facts and let them decide. Go to freedomforschool.com and ask them for your free information packet from the Freedom Project Academy. Enrollment ends in July, but the classes fill up really fast. So go to freedomforschool.com right now. Freedom for school. Dot com and tell him Pat sent you,
0: Pat Gray the
4: blaze radio network Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: pat gray returns on the blaze radio network
1: Triple eight nine hundred 3393 Pat Gray unleashed uh, former Fox News anchor Heather Nauert now works for the U.S. State Department, and she lit up a reporter yesterday. <laughs> the State Department uh, press conferences are sometimes even more lively and interesting than the White House uh, press conferences. They there used to be some really good back and forth uh, during the Obama days because the reporters were, that's where they would challenge the spokesperson. For some reason, they didn't do it at the White House uh, press conferences.
5: Well, I think the guy from the Associated Press is particularly good. Yeah, Matt he is. something or something. Yes,
1: whatever. and I think I think this involves Matt, doesn't it? Yes, and, sure. and and he's but he's agonizing in this particular clip. No, he's
5: not the guy. He's no, no, not no. the one? No, no, no.
1: Because it sounds like she says Matt.
5: She was referring to something Matt had said, and then this okay. other jerk reporter. All right. Because, yeah, it
1: didn't sound like Matt No. from the AP. And uh, so Heather Nauert tears into a reporter for asking if the State Department wants to apologize for the Iraq war. <laughs> Check this out.
6: Uh, we're going to have to wrap it up shortly. Pardon me? Yeah, Hi. earlier in your
5: discussion with Matt uh, about the U.S. doesn't dictate to other countries. It's the 15th anniversary of the Iraq war. And I don't think I don't think that I, think
6: that I said that, uh, I don't think that I said the mat to Matt that we don't dictate to other
0: countries. I
1: mean, it might have been him. I was
4: sure. I think so, Matt so said hard, that.
5: hard to I tell. Was quoting yeah. these, yeah,
4: White
1: House spokesman. So,
5: yeah. Should the U.S. apologize for regime change operations for meddling in elections in, in multiple countries through many means over the years?
6: That is a uh, that is a big question. You're asking me about the entire history of the United States. Should we apologize? That's the question? Well, Should we apologize for war. our government all around the world? It, no, no. Get after it, Heather. I think it. that the United States government can, 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 does far more now? good than Thank we you. ever do bad. And uh, certain people uh, in the United States and in other countries have a look uh, or have the perspective that America does more harm than good. I'm the kind of American that looks at it from the other way around. We do far more good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most Americans are opposed to the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. Should the U.S. government apologize for were put out by that podium, God people who are in this administration no. who fabricated information to start the Iraq War? Look, I, no, they didn't. I, I, I oh, get what you're,
4: you're getting at. You want to
6: be snarky <laughs> no, and take a look back. No, hold on. I, I want to get real. Okay, and take a look back real. Real. at the past All 15 years. And Iraq is certainly a country Unreal. that has been through a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Iraq. Many of you have been to Iraq in covering uh, what has taken place there. Okay. Being um, but let, let, me, let me finish. Okay. No, they face so no, challenges. Right now, the most significant oh, challenge gosh, there is ISIS. And the United States remains there at the invitation of the Iraqi government to fight and take on ISIS. I want to commend the Iraqi government for something, and that is, for the past 15 years, that they have had a history of free and fair elections over 15 years. That is remarkable, given where they were under the regime of Saddam Hussein. I recall having met Iraqis at that time, and this dates back to 2004, 2005, and certainly Everyone that I had talked to, an Iraqi citizen, had had a family member that was killed in some sort of horrific fashion or disappeared and was never heard from again. I mean, that is something that as an American, when you start talking to citizens and that is their experience, that is something that's very difficult. Difficult for the average American to understand, because that is simply the way of life there. The United States has a strong relationship with the government of Iraq. I'm going to look forward from this podium in this room. We have a good relationship mm-hmm. with the government of Iraq and not going to look back at this point. Okay? So no responsibility yeah.
1: for, for the bloodshed. Ouch. What
5: way, a douche. Yeah, that douche is Sam Hussini, uh who is the founder of VotePack.org. Wow. Uh, I'm not being snarky at all I, All I'm doing is saying The United States is evil That's all
1: I'm trying to do All I'm trying to do is get you to apologize For lying to get into the war Really? Are, are you going back To that? <laughs> We're going to relitigate that From 17 years ago? <sighs> There's a difference between lying And having bad information was there bad information? I don't know. It looks like it in part. Yeah. Did they have weapons of mass destruction? No. But were there many reasons? First of all, yes, they did have weapons of mass destruction. <clears throat> yes. They didn't have them in the stockpile. We thought they did, but they had them. Yeah. Ask the Kurds. Yeah. Well, you can't because 8,000 of them died oh. when they used those weapons against them. Oh. So 8,000 of the Kurds could not answer that question today. Because they were killed by Saddam Hussein. Mm-hmm. Now we stopped the we stopped the rape rooms, we stopped the torture chambers, we stopped all of that. We stopped gassing their citizens. Were those all terrible things? No, uh, the things they were doing were terrible. Stopping them, I think, was pretty good. Did it create a mess? Yeah, it did because we didn't do it right. Uh, and should we have gotten into it i don't know but you don't apologize for that now we went into it with good intentions first of all iraq did plenty of things to create a response the response that that we gave them we went to war for a lot of different reasons it wasn't just weapons of mass destruction They were shooting at airplanes all the time. Thank
5: you. I'm I'm so glad you said that. They were violating. They were multiple violations. Over and over and over. From we gave them peace and took our boots off their throats from the Gulf War based on Mm -hmm. certain parameters that they absolutely were not living up. But they violated for, you know, 10 years. And then 9 11 comes along and it's like, okay, now we got to stop playing around here. Uh huh. It was totally justified. I'm sorry. So this old theory that. No
1: one died when Clinton lied. How many died when Bush lied? Oh, good gosh. Can we finally stop with that? Misinformation is different than lying. Lying is something done on purpose. We didn't do that on purpose. Everybody thought. Everybody on this planet. Everybody's intelligence agencies believed that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction in massive quantities. Russians believed it. We believed it. The French believed it. They all backed it up.
5: All of them. The United Nations. They believed it. They voted to allow this invasion to occur.
1: I mean, we passed 18 resolutions against them. I mean, at some point, you got to say, okay, enough resolutions. Now we're going to take some action. At some point, we did do that. Uh, To have an American in there telling a... State Department spokesperson that we should be apologizing to Iraq. Shut up and get out. It, it, I mean, if you hate this country so much, why don't you find some place that you can really feel good about? Canada, the Middle East. I don't know. Go somewhere else. I. It just drives me out of my mind. 888 thirty three ninety three. Heather Nalwert uh, doesn't look like most State Department spokespeople either. I I don't know. Hmm.
5: What uh, do you mean?
1: That was an interesting what? You know, uh it was an interesting look that she had. Uh huh Yeah.
5: It's on the Blaze TV, uh, <laughs> dot com right now if you'd like to see what Pat is referencing. I believe he's talking about her eyeshadow. <laughs> no, That's not no. I'm sorry, her hair is parted off to one side. Is that you
1: you know, you're you're at the State Department. <laughs> right. Come on. Put a ah. shawl on or something. <laughs> <laughs>
5: or don't. It's whatever. I mean, it's whatever. Uh, don't try to change her wardrobe. Sorry. I
1: mean, it's you know she's a Fox News anchor and, and she dresses like a Fox News anchor at the State Department, like a fox. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, I, I, this is it, it's just so agonizing. What is happening today and this week and uh, this month and this year? It's it's been it's been pretty tough. Uh, we've got David Hogg out, uh, as usual, uh, discussing what makes him such an expert on all of these situations. First of all, he's an expert on gun control because uh, somebody in his school shot other kids at his school. That made him an expert. So, you know, for instance, if you're in a car accident, you're now a an auto safety expert.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: If you've been in a plane crash... That gives you every right to tell the FAA the rules that they should now have. And the entire airline industry, of course. Uh, he's But David Hogg goes beyond all that. Mm. He is also.
5: Yeah? Yeah, tell me. he's oh, This kid is really well-versed in stuff, huh? Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. He is also an expert in
5: foreign policy. What what yeah. can this Yeah. I mean, what can he do? What does he there's, not there's know
1: nothing this kid doesn't know. There's nothing he doesn't know. This is why he's such a great leader for the United States of America at 17 years old. This is why. And he explains how he gets some of that information uh in this little round table they were they're having a little panel discussion with an audience.
3: Okay. I think speaking of house of cards, that show yeah. one of the main messages that it sends -hmm. Is that politics is spectacle? After spoiler alert, um, Uh after Zoe Barnes is killed, Claire
4: immediately. Dude, dude, Dude.
1: you wrecked it. Okay,
2: okay. So I can't. uh, That's the most controversial thing that's ever come (laughs) out. So after one of the characters is killed, Claire
1: immediately turns to a mirror and starts putting on makeup.
6: (laughs) We're live, mm. so he just.
3: (laughs) She starts putting on makeup, and what that symbolizes is how politics is spectacle.
1: Oh, that's in real life
5: thank too. Thank you.
1: So he's getting his information on real life it's from symb- House of Cards.
5: It symbolizes spectacle.
1: And what that means is that's just like real life. So mm-hmm. if you watch House of Cards, okay. you can now run the country and you can come up with American foreign policy, American domestic policy, and our economic policy. By watching House of Cards. It's just that easy. Just that easy. Huh. Is that incredible? This kid <laughs> proves every day. Every day. Every day how we shouldn't be listening to these kids. I mean, bless our hearts. It's it's great that you are active. <sighs> Go back to your PlayStations. Okay? Go back to your Tide Pods.
5: Hell. Oh. Just get, in, get in your classroom,
1: kid. Go back to school. Go back to school and see if you can study the United States Constitution for a little while.
5: I see. I think that's the problem. I think the problem is he actually did go to school, and this is what they spit out every June across the country: school mm-hmm. after school after school. This is what's uh, this is what's leading us now, and this is
1: why. You know, this is why I think homeschool is such a, 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 an incredible option. It's just because it. Yeah. I don't know how you fix it in the public schools now. We're just yeah. so far down that road. People ask all the time, well, how do we fix this? I don't know. Get your kids out of school. Yeah.
5: Freedom Project Academy. There's a place to start. Yes. Freedom Project Academy. Or if you
1: don't want to do that, you know, homeschool and do a co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, come up with your own charter mm. school. We did that. We did it for five mm. years. We're not doing it now because it just... It overwhelmed us eventually and couldn't do it anymore. Uh, and we lost a lot of money on it. School, doing it the way we did it as a nonprofit, was it didn't work out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have had to charge about three times as much as we did, and people just couldn't afford it. Yeah. But if you can come up with a co-op where people help other people and you get together in these groups of homeschoolers, you can come up with a really viable option. You don't have to do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Go online and check it out. There's a lot of different alternatives. There's yeah. a lot of different ways to school your kids.
5: And 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 move to a state where they stay out of your business and where you don't have to prove yourself yeah. around the clock. Texas does. Yep. Texas stays
1: out of your business. Yeah. Uh, and, and they th- fought really hard for that right about 15, 20 years
5: ago. And I will tweet out a link at the Blaze Keith. I'll do that so that uh, you can see where your state uh, is as far as um, regulations go. What does the green mean? Green uh, that you're looking at here means, um, and and this come out, I'll tweet this in just a moment, means no notice. You don't have to give them any details about what you're doing with your kids.
1: Texas, Alaska, Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. Idaho. And then some Midwestern states. Yeah. I can't, I can't see believe Illinois. we uh, got that's Iowa, great. Missouri,
5: Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, now, if you can we, believe it.
1: We started homeschooling when we lived in Baltimore, Maryland, mm-hmm. and they had to see your curriculum every year. You had to go to the state. You had to say,
5: uh, here's what we're doing. Is it okay? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, in a lot of states, you don't have to do that. Uh, it's up to you what you do. But here's the other problem with, with, say, Texas, for instance, is even when you pay excessive property tax, I mean, outrageous, out-of-your-mind property taxes, Mm -hmm. they still don't allow you to participate in the extracurricular activities. So, you want to homeschool, but you want your kids to participate in the high school sports? Nope, you can't. What do you mean, I can't? i pay you taxes! I own your stinking school in part. Nope. So I don't know how they'd get away with that. Well,
5: yeah, then there was the, the Tim Tebow bill they tried to get passed here in Texas that basically would allow homeschoolers to use these facilities. But the catch was, if you wanted to go that route, then you were going to have to fall into those regulation parameters. Oh, yeah? You want to use these facilities? That's totally fine, so homeschoolers. Did, did that not but pass, then? I, the last I heard, it got stalled, so mm. I don't know exactly where it yeah, ended I remember,
1: up. I remember arguing the t rule, but I, yeah. I never heard the out- outcome. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, you know, if you're trying to sell your home, it can be really tough sometimes. And if you don't have a good realtor, it can really be miserable. That's uh, that's what happened to Glenn and Tanya when they were trying to sell their home in Connecticut. It took them years. They lost a lot of money, and they didn't have a good realtor. So they started a network of agents all across America, and they decided to qualify these agents based on their experience, their marketing plans. What kind of character do they have? Because you know what? Character matters. Isn't it interesting? The character matters in a realtor, but not a president. Huh. <laughs> also, uh what kind of results have they gotten in the past for their clients? And then one other key element and that's are they fans of the show? Because if they are, well then they can be part of this because then they share generally speaking your principles and values. You're going to have things in common and you're going to get along really well. So if you're looking for a realtor you can trust and you need to sell your house fast and for the most money or maybe you want to buy one, Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business. Realestateagentsitrust.com
0: Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Yep, I am.
1: Oh, that's it. Pat Gray is here. Huh. I don't even tell you if that's a good thing or a bad thing or uh a neutral thing. Okay, whatever. But so thank how you. is it? Thank well, you. Yeah. It's a. It, I'll, I'm hoping it's a good thing. We'll see. Okay. I'll let you know about two o'clock. But thank you for being here. Triple eight nine hundred 3393 or at Pat Unleashed hashtag. Put that in your pipe. Dustin Cottle. It says, Republicans are officially now a front group for the Democrats. <laughs> I spy who needs Dems to destroy the country when you have G- the GOP. Mm. From crouching jackhole, hidden dragon. <laughs> Why would the border wall be in our budget? Remember, Mexico's going to pay for it. Right. You, sir.
5: Oh, that is. Okay. So that's going to be genius. Tweet of the month.
1: That's good. Mm-hmm. It is good. <laughs> Now, they disagree with that. What? I I don't know why. What do you mean? I don't know how they disagree with Mexico's that. Mexico's on board. Every Mexican official I've ever heard what? has said, F you. We're not paying for that.
5: Oh, is it re- Really?
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, exact words from Vicente Fox, actually.
5: Is- oh, But well, who is he? Yeah. He's, he's not even in power. Former anymore. president. That's true. Uh,
1: Tom Sheehan says, uh, you know the bill sucks without reading it because of one thing. Chuck Schumer loves it. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Exactly. Tr- exactly right. I mean, if Schumer likes it or mm-hmm. loves it, then you know that Republicans yeah. should absolutely despise yeah. it and vote against uh-huh.
5: it. Yeah. If if you are a lazy voter, and let's just say there is one politician you really respect. And so if they endorse someone, you're like, oh, that's the guy I'm going with because so and so senator that I love uh, has endorsed that guy. So that's good enough for me. That's kind of a great litmus test, as pointed out here uh, by Moody Redhead. Um, I'm sorry, by, uh, who, who, who said that, uh, who made that uh, point there? Uh, Tom Sheehan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's just a great rule of thumb. If Chuck Schumer is on board, then don't be. Ugh. Just Then how could it be good? How could you? How could it
1: be good for a conservative? It it can't. And it isn't. And so maybe Republicans should be going, uh, down that road and saying no to this. Should
5: be a red flag, you know? Should be. Why
1: isn't the president insisting that they come up with something better than this? 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 John in Indiana, you're on the blaze.
7: Hey, Pat. How are you? Good. Uh, well, we'd be better if things were moving smoother. Yes. You guys are making a point about these uh, folks with their perception of... Uh, the historical event, in particular, the WMDs. Yes. Now, there's a thing that a lot of people don't take into account, and obviously a guy talking to hour has no concept of this, Right. and that is the compression of history when it's taken in after the fact. You know, it, you read three mm-hmm. pages of it in your history book, it's not the same as having actually lived during the period while it was actually unfolding. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, we watched Vietnam every night after uh, after hamburgers, and we played with GI Joe and Johnny Seven because we we're just sure right after high school we were in a rice paddy.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Now it didn't pan out that way, but. That gives you an entirely different perspective than, uh, yeah, we were bad. It was Vietnam. We should apologize to the to the commies, and which is what they're getting, and that's all they're getting in school. So you got guys like the 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 little hog boy who uh, has an incomplete view of the issues. He has no real-life experience to base it on. He has no longevity. He doesn't have enough time in to earn his opinion an awful lot of respect due to his lack of information.
1: How dare you say that? He's watched House of
7: Cards, and he's current with the series.
1: Yeah, you forgot that part, He's up-to-date on the series. Now, guys— Hey, when Dare I was you. a kid, we watched
7: a lot of TV, too. That's where we learned most of our social interactions, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, basically, the guys who are running things today mm-hmm. were my generation. You know, it was, they were the 16, 18 year olds going into school. And they were brainwashed by their lefty instructors. Mm-hmm. Now they have become the lefty instructors. Right. And not a single child, kindergarten to college, has had any benefit of anything other than the biased educational program is put out by, you know, yeah. the far left.
1: Yeah, exactly. They've
7: taken over the entire thing. Yeah. I feel blessed that I may be one of the last people that remembers what America was officially supposed to be. Right. And have, you know, you got to find out what your standards are, what's true <laughs> and good. Hold on to that and anchor yourself to it and you'll never be able to be BS'd into Uh, You know, talking like that little hog kid did—it's like, you know, who put a quarter in him and turned him on?
1: (laughs) Uh, Appreciate it, thanks, John. And and you know what? No matter what kind of education the kid has had, there is no way at seventeen years old you are capable of speaking on these issues in a way that can help America set policy. it's, It's it's impossible. Your brain's not developed enough, and you haven't you have not experienced enough. When you've experienced life outside your parents' house, and and
5: the umbrella, what about Netflix though? Does that qualify you? Have you watched Netflix?
1: Well, have you? Are you current on House of Cards? You're um, all the way up. Oh, to caught up. Okay. Well, that the life experience or House of Cards. Okay. Got it. Uh, cool. Yeah, either of those are acceptable to lead us down the road of uh, public <laughs> policy.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888-933-93, Pat Gray Unleashed, spending bill of $1.3 trillion until September. It doesn't fund the wall, <laughs> but it does fund Planned Parenthood. I I mean, <laughs> they ranted and raved about the funding of Planned Parenthood. And how our taxpayer dollars should not go to aborting children. Federal money should not be spent on abortion. We were promised uh, a lot of them ran on that. Turn off your mic if you're going to chew on the air.
5: Oh, and you can hear that. Yeah, I can. Boy, I, can I hear am that. very rude.
1: Yeah, that's my, why I say turn off my, your mic if apologies. you're going to chew on the air.
5: Uh, so, so they're funding Planned
1: Parenthood <laughs> and not funding the wall. Uh, they're not following through with a single campaign promise. I mean, what what have they done that they said they were going to do? Yeah.
5: So, but who's the president? What what party does he belong to?
1: Uh, the president is Donald Trump, who has an R after his name. Okay, so who controls the House and the Senate? Yeah, the problem is Republicans control both, so it doesn't so, matter now.
5: So yeah. is the thing because <laughs> I mean that 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 mattered when there was a Democrat in power, uh-huh. but no longer the case. It's absolutely obscene.
1: And and. Every single time they have this sort of power, this sort of ability to get things done, they never do it. They never do it. When was the last time Republicans did something amazing? I mean, the tax cuts weren't even amazing. They were okay. It was, you know, it's nice to have something. Mm -hmm. It could have been far more spectacular and impactful on this country, which is why they're talking about a second round, because the first round is pretty much over. All right, well, that was great. And now people have gone back to disliking them again and uh, thinking about voting for Democrats again in November. And so they're already talking about a second round of tax cuts. Well, not if you're going to get us another trillion dollars in debt in the next five months.
5: Uh, Think about that.
1: A trillion. It took us from George Washington to, was it H.W. Bush to get the first trillion in debt? It was, it was about 200 years, I think, before we actually were $1 trillion in debt. Um, October 22nd,
5: 1981. Okay, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so it took from George Washington to Ronald Reagan for the United States of America to become indebted to the tune of $1 trillion. 40 presidents. Now, it takes five months. To rack up another trillion.
5: Wow, that is perspective, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Which puts us at what? Twenty three trillion now? Oh, hold on, I, I we're at twenty two. I'm, I'm almost certain we're at twenty two. I mean, the spending under Trump has been ridiculous. He's has he done great things? Yeah, he's done some great things. He really has. And and frankly, we've talked about it all last year. How pleasantly surprised I was. Mm-hmm. One of the things he's not paying attention to, and he's always said, look, I don't I don't care that much about debt. That's fine. I'm a big debt guy. Isn't that what he said? (laughs) Didn't he actually say it one time? I'm a big debt guy. Well, uh, um, okay. Um, Is that why you have five bankruptcies? Maybe?
5: (laughs) I don't know. That's okay. He's about to have a backyard brawl with a guy Mm -hmm. who says you got to spend money in order to save money. So we'll be fine one way or another. By the way, when this does pass, Pat, uh, Mm -hmm. we will be at uh, 22 and a half trillion
1: 22 and a half trillion dollars <laughs> yay think about that so
5: i don't want to oof,
1: in the last 37 years we've added it took us 200 years to get to one trillion it took us uh 37 years to get 21 and a half more trillion in debt that's pretty bad
5: fascinating in a bad way
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's apocalyptic is what it is. You know, again, if you heard Mo Brooks talk about it, Mo Brooks is one of the few experts, actually, on economic policy in, in the House of Representatives. Uh, and he is just telling us, if I mean, we're going to be insolvent as a country. we got to get a grip on this. 888-900-3393. Uh, Lonnie in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. buddy you there
3: yeah yeah i'm here sorry about that
4: pat that's right hey, uh,
3: there's one way for sure you said um, when are these people ever going to stop well today they can't cash their paychecks
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's right
3: what what what, what, what would happen if uh, the blaze was a uh, million dollars uh in debt would you uh would you all be able to cash your checks no i don't think so
1: no we wouldn't no, that's
3: no, we wouldn't. And if they couldn't cash their checks, then maybe they would do something. Maybe they would do something about it. Yep. I know it'd be ugly for America, but you know, when, when those guys can't get paid, then maybe it's time we start to figure this out.
1: Appreciate it, thanks, Lonnie. I mean, that's a great point. If if we stopped their paychecks, if we threatened their paychecks every time there's another one of these stinking threatened government shutdowns. Then they might do something about it. Then maybe they'll pass their first actual budget in nine years. Uh, An actual budget has not been passed since 2009. Since Barack Obama came to office, we haven't passed a budget. (laughs) We're conducting ourselves like a third world nation. Totally. This is like a banana republic now in the way we're conducting our business. And that doesn't lead to good places. That doesn't lead to superpower status. That leads to Venezuela. This is the stuff we warned about. This is why we said, you know, we don't want to go down that road, the road of socialism. But we keep doing it. We keep going down the road of socialism under the guise of, no, 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 these, these are just social programs. It's, it's a program to help people. What do you hate the poor? Yeah, right. What do you hate, children?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: What, do you want you want to stop food to children at lunch at school? Is that what you want? <laughs> well, you don't want meals on wheels anymore. What about the elderly? You you want to stop their uh, you want to stop their social security and Medicare payments? Mm-hmm. Medicaid? Is that what you want to do? So we're 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 bludgeoned into doing these things over and over and over and over again, and it's not working. And then we do nothing about the illegal alien situation. $1.3 billion for border security. What's that going to go to? I don't know. Maybe some extra border agents. We've been down that road a million times. Maybe it'll go to uh, some sensors on the border. We've been down that road a million times. It has no money for the wall. Well, That's because Mexico is going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, we all know it's not. They're not. Wait, They're not what? going to. No? No, let's it's time to face the fact. He's not even talking about that anymore. He doesn't even pretend like it's going to be paid for by Mexico anymore. But we could we could build a chain link fence along the border. A chain link fence? Right, that stops pretty
5: much I think
1: everything, right? Well, it could stop our dogs from going into Mexico and pooping there and then coming well, back. Uh, that, you know
5: that's that's our neighbor pat you don't want
1: right you don't you want know. dog poop from america in mexico no nor do we want mexico's poop in in the united states we necessarily we
5: do that's for damn sure <laughs> Sorry.
1: but we get a lot of their sure poop do. Yeah. we do so mm-hmm. uh yeah the uh, the breeze tends to what, flow
5: more from the south what, than the north
1: yeah what we want is pretty much meaningless what we want oh yeah um scott pressler is standing outside a of a street with a sign Hmm. saying, Democrats choose illegal aliens over American citizens. True, And it sparked an interesting conversation between him and uh, two African-American men passing by. Just look at that. Hey everybody, this is Scott Pressler. I am out right now with my Democrats choose illegal aliens over American citizens sign and I just had two young black gentlemen roll down their window and talk to me and I told them, look, I care about our American people first. There are 3.6 million black children in poverty and the Democrats are putting illegal aliens over our black, white and brown citizens, which is racism. And that one of the young gentlemen said to me, reaching out to the black community, good on you. And he put up his fist. This is how we reach out to the community. We let people know that we care about our people, our citizens, all blacks, all whites, all browns first, America first
5: vote
1: scott pressler for president ladies and gentlemen i don't know who the guy is but that made sense yeah i don't care somebody made sense i don't
5: know any you're right
1: Just put him in office
5: we're good i mean there is more there than Uh. (laughs) pretty much anybody that's you know wait hold on a second i don't want to derail you here but you talk about running for president we got Mm -hmm. this uh this is cat the la mayor uh visiting iowa like multiple times and uh Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry i've never even heard of the guy I, i know that's exactly my point I actually, you know, I read the news, I follow politics. I have never heard the name of the LA mayor. I'm so
1: embarrassed. Uh, I thought it was still Villa Ragosa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought the mayor of LA was. He's been gone for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Villa Ragosa was at least a name that people knew because mm-hmm. he was all over the place in the news and he was super extreme in his policies i suppose this guy probably is too but i, I you know anyway now he's going to all of a sudden run for president why not scott bresler for president <laughs> we know just about about i know more about him than i do the mayor of los angeles right now uh,
5: there is nobody in this country particularly if you look at the, and through the prism of of 2016 there's nobody unqualified to be president anymore yeah that's there's for sure. there's nobody well, no, unqualified for president is a good
1: thing. That just means you're not a politician. Mm, okay. That means you're not a politician. That's what that means. That's what that means. Yep. If you're unqualified for president, well, yeah, he's he's not a politician. That's a good thing. Is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not positive about that. Uh, no? No. No.
5: I'm not positive. Seriously, I who was it that said this? Was it Glenn? Where, where, where have we heard this? Where if you just... Pick a random person in the phone book. Uh, I'm sorry. A phone book is a book that uh, us olden time folks used to keep next to our uh, uh-huh. phones. phones that were connected to the wall. It's it's of- hard to explain. But there's a book with people, mm-hmm. just random people in it. And you just pick one, be a better president than any we've had in the last, what, <laughs> at least 15 years. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. 888 thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about something that won't frustrate your life. It'll make your life better. It's called iTarget Pro, and it allows you to practice your uh, gun shooting, your target shooting in your home without live ammo, obviously, because you don't want bullets going through your walls. So uh, ammo can be really expensive. The range fees can be expensive, and, it, and then you got the hassle of going to and from the range. But now, with iTarget Pro, you use your cell phone and their app, which uses a laser in place of the bullet, so it detects exactly where your shots are landing. So you see it, you hear it. It's really a cool a cool system. Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com, and watch the video. Check it out. You're going to fall in love with it like we have in the building here. Right now, you can save 10% when you use the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Competitive shooters do this all the time. They dry fire 10 times more than they live fire. It's cheaper, and uh, as as we said, it's just more convenient. So save money, save time, take your skill to the next level, right in the comfort and privacy of your own home with iTarget Pro. Use the offer code PAT. It's iTargetPro.com.
0: You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. gray returns on the blaze radio network
1: you know what's a problem is uh facebook you yep. know their algorithm that they uh put in place since mid-february they implemented their new trusted sources algorithm
4: mm.
1: <clears throat> ceo mark zuckerberg described it as an attempt to clamp down on sensationalism misinformation and polarization The study has found that since doing this, most conservative sites have seen a significant drop in traffic, while most liberal sites have seen almost no impact. Well, sure, because they're not sensationalized, they're not misinformation, and they're not polarizing anybody. (laughs) All liberal sources are just wonderful, right? And right down the middle. Study tracked 50 sites, 25 conservative, 25 liberal, known to have significant Facebook traffic. The conservative sites saw a 14% decrease in traffic on average. Uh, Fox News, one of the only conservative-leaning sites to see an increase in traffic since the changes, is when they're excluded from the list, the average decline is far more dramatic. Meanwhile, the 25 left-leaning sites included in the study saw a 2% increase in traffic by average. Of course. Why is it? I mean, you know, and again, it's a private business. They Mm -hmm. want to do this. They can. It's just that why do we support them so much? They're going to lose. I mean, they're in a little bit of trouble right now. After removing 15 publishers with with the least traffic from Facebook, the trend becomes even more clear. Of the 35 news sources, the 12 most liberal sites averaged uh, a boost of 0.21%. So they're basically not affected. The 11 sites in the middle, which ranged from left center to least biased, saw a significant increase in Facebook traffic of 12.8%. And the 12 most conservative sites lost an average of 27% of their traffic. Wow. And believe me, that hurts. That hurts a business. Uh, and sadly, we've all become so reliant on Facebook that what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Again, it's private business. They can do what they want, and they do.
5: Yeah. And while you're over there at uh, Facebook.com uh, slash uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, be sure to thumb up him
1: if you Yeah, will. do that. Okay. Yeah, do that. You. Plus, you can go to TheBlaze.com and click on my channel mm. and check out a lot of uh, the clips. We just we kind of condense things for you. We don't, but Samantha does. And she does an <laughs> awesome job. <laughs> yeah. Awesome you. job of doing it. So you can, uh, like, if you miss a segment or whatever, uh, you can go there and click on that and check it out.
5: Good video. Share them. 888
1: thirty three ninety three. 93 Sean, in Alaska, you're on the blaze.
3: Yeah. Hey, Pat. Hey. I just wanted to say, you know, how does this one point some odd trillion dollars affect me spending this money it doesn't it does not help me one bit i live off grid i have to run a generator for electricity
1: wow really completely off the grid you don't have phone service or or
3: electricity or anything i have cell phone service that's it okay all right and i run heat with a propane heater because i live in a 99 square foot cabin wow and this spending this money does nothing for me, helps me in no way, shape, or form. I'm disabled. I can't afford to live in town because it's too to cost too much money to live in town. Yeah. I can live cheaper off grid. But now I'm down to two and a half gallons of propane to get me through my heating for the month. It's minus five degrees outside right now where I'm at. Oh my gosh. I have no money. Wow i'm disabled yeah so all my money goes into trying to make sure i got food and heat so they're going to spend over a trillion dollars to do what to help who who's it helping planned
1: they're parenthood help for me? one no it's going to help planned parenthood though they're, they're going to abort more babies with it so we got that going for us what is the nearest town to you uh sean
3: uh, the nearest town to me is Wasilla, which is over fifty miles away. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred a hundred and twenty five miles south of Denali Mountain.
1: Have you? I mean, five below zero on March twenty second. Have you ever considered? I don't know Texas because <laughs> it's going to be eighty five degrees here today. Yeah, and uh, that would save you a little in heating.
3: All uh, right. Uh, I lived in Brownsville for a while. Yeah. I also spent over 20 years in Florida working in the heat, 110-degree days, 12 hours a day. Yeah, I, that's not And bad. after 20-some-odd years, just, you know, it was getting hard. And then I hurt, messed up my back really bad on my job. Oh, man. And I, I, I haven't been able to do anything since then. And I was like, I'm going back to Alaska and see if I can't do something there. And I came back here, I figured I'll take what i got from disability and I'll build a business out of that. And right. I'm working on a piece of property building up a greenhouse business so I can sell fresh produce to my neighbors and to my community at a cheaper price than getting it from who knows where they're coming from. Right. So is that going well? Are Do you have that off the ground uh, yet? No, I've broken ground, but I haven't been able to get my greenhouses built and stuff like that because of Mm -hmm. the cost. And -hmm. being disabled, I can't do that kind of work as much anymore. And like I said, I just had a car accident a couple months ago, and it totaled my vehicle out. And I'm dealing with the insurance companies now. And I've never been in Mm -hmm. an accident my entire life. I've been driving over 35 years, never had an accident my entire life. Mm -hmm. And now I'm fighting with an insurance company to get compensated for it.
5: Hmm. Uh, Sean, can I just ask you a quick question? Um, first of all, I, all the best to you, man. Uh, good luck with everything. Uh, I heard you, you refer to uh, Denali. Um, what is the um, what's the general feeling up there among Alaskans on uh, it being changed uh, from Mount McKinley back to Denali uh, with the Obama's pen oh, a few years I, ago? We
3: we always actually we actually most Alaskans actually always called it Denali. Mm-hmm because we never really cared, you know, about McKinley. He'd never even been to the state. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was no. Why would we call something after somebody who'd never even seen the place?
5: Yep. Okay. So Just we wondering.
3: that we we always called it the native name. Mm-hmm.
5: Huh. Cool. So uh,
1: when did that happen? It was like four uh, or five years ago, right? Yeah, it was right when. Yeah, it was... that was about five years
3: ago. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to you. Uh, I did call my representative, Dan Sullivan, Senator Sullivan, and left a message telling him not to vote for this bill. Good for you. Hmm. Thanks for but doing that. But he probably won't listen to me anyway. I've got probably many not. letters from him.
1: Yeah, probably not, uh, but at least we can try. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. 888 thirty three ninety three. That's the thing. I don't have any confidence in him anymore. I have zero confidence in these guys. Now, can we scare them? Uh, with our phone calls? Yeah, probably. I mean, if they get enough of them, if enough people take action and scare the crap out of these Republicans that we're not going to vote for you ever again. If 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 this is what you're going to do, why bother voting for Republicans? Funding planned parenthood, not funding the border wall. I, I mean, what's the difference between you and the Democrats? But unless it happens in big numbers, they're not going to they're not going to worry about it.
5: And that's their argument that they'll they'll say, "Oh, you're going to vote for the Democrat? Or are you going to vote? No, we just won't vote, right, yeah. jerks? We're just not going to vote, and so it'll be the same thing for you, okay? So or we're going to find a third
1: party to vote for. <laughs> yeah. Find a third party, which I did last time.
5: Yeah, you and me both.
1: So uh, that's I mean that's a possibility. I don't subscribe to the theory that it's a binary choice. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I have to feel good about my vote. And if I mm-hmm. if I don't like one of the the Republicans who are running, I don't feel good about the vote. And you know it's between you and your God. So if you if you felt good about voting for the Republican, then then fine. But uh, I, I personally didn't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um. Also, apparently the view got a little heated. Maybe we can. Uh, This for you soon Uh, over the Trump Biden feud. Um, Talking about finding somebody to beat the crap out of POTUS. Now, see, these are things that uh, if we would have said during the Obama period, Mm -hmm. it it would have invited a visit from the Secret Service, Mm -hmm. and you would have been a racist. But they can say it about Trump all they want, and there's not a single problem about it. Also, there's new footage showing the Vegas shooter bringing bags full of guns into Mandalay Bay hotel. Now, when when he brought them in, they're in of course in luggage. So nobody knew that they were loaded with guns. But they've got like 7 minutes of footage that show his couple of weeks before the shooting. It's just fascinating. And it's the first new thing I've seen on this story. In a long time.
5: And it's these employees that are unwittingly helping him.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting how he conducted his business. He went down and gambled every night for eight hours at a time. And then during the day, he'd drive back and forth to his home in Mesquite. And he'd make stops in between. And he was completely calm about it, apparently. Uh, and all the while, knowing he was about to commit a mass, mass murder. Just amazing. Triple Eight, 933.93. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Of course, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy next.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed.
1: Uh, time for Chewing the
5: Fat
8: with Jeffy. Thank God. Hmm. Thank God that we, uh, <laughs> we're we going to not have a government shutdown, probably.
5: Yeah, we're going to avoid it, I mean, Probably. Yeah.
8: Uh, my favorite pick of the night was uh, from uh, Rand Paul, who, uh, shame, shame, a pox on both houses and parties. <laughs> Here's the 2,232-page, 2, $1.3 budget budget-busting, omnibus spending bill we received with just hours to try and read it before voting. Congress is broken. Uh yeah. It was fascinating mm-hmm. to see him standing there holding the uh, the massive paperwork from, uh, well, I'm sorry, holding our budget. Mm-hmm.
1: 2,200 pages. It's not a budget. It's just an omn- omnibus spending bill. It's not a budget. There is no budget. There's no, it's never a budget. been, no,
8: it's a budget. there hasn't
1: been a stinking budget since 2009.
5: <laughs> it I, takes almost as long to print these bills up than it does to, uh, before they get to vote for them. Yeah. That's just ridiculous, man.
1: How many trees are they killing, by the way? Thank
5: you.
8: Oh, a, a lot. lot. Too many. A lot. Too many for my money. Even if it's with recycled paper, you're still. Yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. It's too much. Rest in peace.
5: Huh.
8: Rest in peace to Bozo the Clown.
5: <gasps> no.
8: Dead um, at 89. Wow. I know. That hurts. Dry your eyes. I mean, it's been a while since Bozo has been a star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's oh, the he's the big while, star though. Yeah, a while. He's still a big star. I mean, Why Bozo a the clown. He's yeah. the man. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just talking to a guy that's actually that uh, actually is a, a clown, and uh, the uh, the last clown scare that we were having uh, in the country killed all the clown business for everybody. Really? Yeah. I mean, he can't. He can't. Nobody hires clowns anymore for <laughs> anything. Nobody wants a clown. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. He cannot hire. He can't find a team. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's kind of devastating to the clown business. as You know, the yeah. people messing around with right. scaring people a, and clowns.
5: <laughs> that's a quote you don't hear every day. Quote, devastating to the clown business, end quote. You know, uh, I, I often think of uh, Willard Scott. He was, and I just Googled this because I was thinking he was bozo for a while. No, no, he, no was he was McDonald. Ronald McDonald. He yeah. was
8: the original Ronald McDonald. That is wild. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and there's a, there was a picture making the rounds not long ago this week that was showed had the Willard Scott original. He's still uh, alive. Willard, Willard Scott? Scott. I
5: think so. eighty four. Yeah, eighty four. So, you know. oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, but those were all, you know, this was, again, he was, a, you know, a local TV guy that made it big doing his TV show as Bozo, and that mm. was Willard, right? He's a local yeah. weather guy doing a side gig as a clown and then turns it into something productive.
5: And for the youngins out there, Willard Scott was the guy who um He was preceded, a big time
8: weatherman. Yeah, he
5: preceded the uh, pooped in your pants guy, uh,
8: if you're... <laughs> and I will say this, I do not believe that Willard Scott ever said... You pooped in your pants. I I pooped my pants. Yeah, I don't think Willard never no. said that. He never said that. No, he not, never was. Not even as not even as Ronald McDonald. <laughs> no. Did he say? Especially
1: not as Ronald McDonald did he <laughs> say. You in your pants. I I pooped my pants. I pooped, I my, pooped pants. my pants. Thank you, yeah. Al Roker.
8: No. Didn't say that. No, no he did not.
1: <laughs> Willard Scott, uh one of the greatest lines in any movie, anytime, anywhere, hmm? is when Bill Murray is sitting in the cafe with uh Andy McDowell. And she's thinking that he's being arrogant and quotes him this uh um this poetry from F. Scott Fitzgerald. And of course or you're whatever, talking about the documentary Groundhog Day. Uh, of course I'm talking about the documentary Groundhog Day, yes. And it, and she tells him it was was it F. Scott Fitzgerald? Or- Sir Walter Scott? Sir Walter Scott, yes. <laughs> and he said, oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were quoting Willard Scott. I, <laughs> so funny. So funny. And so outdated now because Willard Scott hasn't been, oh, around, he's been for, around forever. I mean, our kids don't know who the heck no. Willard
8: Scott is. No, no, not at all. Yeah. it has been not gone for a long time. I mean, our kids bar- <laughs> barely know Pooped in Your Pants guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> barely. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think Mike, know him from maybe the Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah, that's yeah. That's about and it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And my kids what I like about it is oh that's the pooped in the pants guy. <laughs> so, I'm proud. I'm proud to say that they are that he is pooped <laughs> in their pooped in his pants guy. Thank pooped you. In your
3: pants. I, I poop
8: my pants.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I can't get
1: Still, enough. one of the dumbest <laughs> things ever said in any interview anywhere.
8: Why would you tell that story?
2: You <laughs> in your pants. I, I, pooped, my I pants. pooped my
8: pants. I, I pooped my pants. And then I mean, it goes on, you know, that interview is fascinating because he goes on to talk about leaving his underwear in the bathroom.
1: Right. I mean, right. come on. In the
8: bathroom at the White House. Yeah. I mean, what else are you
1: going to do? Uh, you just going to throw them away. That's, that is what I would do if I pooped in my pants. You're not going to walk around the rest of the day? I wouldn't poop in my pants.
5: It sure as hell wouldn't be a story on national TV either. Right.
8: I mean, I know Willard was trying to help out with the, because he, or, yeah. or yeah, yeah. he had the stomach staple. Or Al Roker, Because he had the stomach staple and he was talking about, you know, eating right and how he was eating wrong and ate some, you know, some of the wrong food. But why would you, why would yeah. you say? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Why would I mean, you do that?
5: The greater why? good could never be good enough to tell that story.
8: No, you're right. That's how I'm. That's how, for, how I feel. About I mean, it. not for Al Roker. No, right. Come on now. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody on my 600-pound life that you're never going to hear from again ever. Maybe. Yeah, but you see this
1: guy every day, right? Like, every day. You don't want to be thinking. That's of why I'm proud. That's why.
8: That's why I'm proud. Yeah. Even for the Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh, that's the pooped in the pants guy. You um, pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs>
5: Every <laughs> time I hear it, it's like the first time.
8: <laughs> I know. I can't get, enough, I oh it. Can't get, get it out, Oh, my gosh. You can play it for every, every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. There was also another death of a celebrity. Uh, Bento, uh, the keyboard cat, uh, died. <laughs> no wait, <laughs> Bento, the cat. <laughs> I didn't know he had a cat. name. Yeah, Bento, <gasps> the keyboard cat. Oh. have never One heard of, of best Bento, loved the best love celebrity cats, cats was Bento, the orange get, tabby. Get to the internet, Pat. Mm-hmm. No, boy, no kidding. Now, Bento <laughs> is actually the second uh, keyboard cat. Uh, the first one uh, featured <clears throat> featured this particular cat. Uh,
4: <laughs> this was
8: the original keyboard cat. Oh,
1: wait. Okay, that's cat abuse right there. Because
8: <laughs> how are they
5: doing that? What
8: are you talking about? That's the cat
5: playing. It's playing.
8: Was- uh, that's playing, uh, <laughs> dude. That was the first... <laughs>
5: The cat was playing.
8: That's the first cat. That, that, that was, was Fatso. No, yeah. he, he's 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 dead. He died a long time ago. Fatso the cat died? Yeah, 20, a long time ago, 20 years ago. But then they, then they got Bento Schmidt. The owner got Bento, Charlie Schmidt.
5: That's
1: a really and, good uh, nickname for, like, you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Fatso. Do you ben- like that? Not Bento?
8: No. no Fat- you want to go with Fatso? Fatso. Let's go it? with Fatso. <laughs> I mean, it's a cat name, is what you're talking about.
5: Yeah, that's why. That's what. Yeah, you remind him of just a cat in general. Exactly.
1: <laughs> dun, uh, you just see Fatso the Jeffy doing the dun dun dun, dun 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 dun. It would be really adorable. Sure, It'd would be, be adorable. Adorable should, is the word. We should bring in like a a little organ. Should we? Like a little somebody, <laughs> somebody find a keyboard. Should we find a little keyboard? <laughs> bring and in here, Have Fatso the Jeffy start playing.
5: Now listen. Why? Why Somebody better be Why looking for too. a keyboard right now in the prop cage. Go, go. I bet you we
1: get. I bet you get seven million views for that.
8: Well, some of the. I mean, Bento uh, was in pistachios commercials, mm. pet adoption for shelters, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of branded mugs and stuff, toys that made a lot of money. Surely. Yeah, made big time money. Uh, millions of mm-hmm. views, millions of views on uh. YouTube. I mean, Grumpy Cat, uh, has made, they say that Grumpy Cat, mm-hmm. the uh, YouTube cat, is worth like $100 million now. What? With all the views and all the money made and all the commercials. I mean, oh my gosh. That's unbelievable. That sure is. You know, I look at some of these. Uh, now, if it's going to make me worth $100 million, mm-hmm. I am fatso the Jeffy playing do, keyboard. Do, 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 yeah, do, do,
1: do. I'll be. <laughs> I, I would do it.
8: Yes. For $100 million? Yeah, yeah. $100 million, I am. Dun, 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 I'm playing the keyboard. Has one anyone million.
5: found a keyboard yet in the building? <laughs> this is a serious request. <laughs> Find a keyboard and bring it in here, stat, please.
8: <laughs> if you think for uh, one one minute that the Obamas are not going to um, sign the deal with Netflix for their new reality show, uh, think again. Because uh, now the big story is uh, their their open letter that the Obamas wrote to the Parkland students. You've helped awaken the consciousness of the nation. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. We're never going to be rid of this guy, you know. I know. <clears throat>
1: are they actually never. doing a real audit? They're reality in talks show?
8: with Netflix to do a series, yes. Oh, my gosh. To do a show, uh, Michelle and Barack. Please go away. Just go Michelle away. Michelle and Barack. Mm. Oof, we are never going to be rid of this guy. But uh, speaking of Parkland, I know you played uh, David Hogg uh, showing his expertise on uh, politics. Yeah. Uh, coming from uh, the yeah. Great House of Guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a streaming event done for Twitter. All right, so And they hashtagged it, uh, we'll start our journey to hashtag March for Our Lives with a QA and a live streamed on Twitter, which took place on Monday yeah. this, uh, this week. Uh, tweet your questions using Ask MSD Students. But uh, our man, uh, Kyle Kushiv. Uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, conservative, mm-hmm. uh, he tweeted, uh, "Where's my invite?" Mm-hmm. Uh, insert sad face here. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, they're going to start their uh, start their journey with survivors and students and activists, but they forgot Kyle.
1: Yeah, they did. They offered him a separate event, mm-hmm. however. Uh, they didn't invite him to that particular event but they said you yeah. can have a separate event yeah, whatever. well oh great Thanks well, that one the, the one that you're not promoting at all right yeah right. why don't I do that right
8: Thank you The one that actually Twitter would have been smart to put them all on Twitter sucks yeah. I mean whoa did yeah, they pissed me off. Whoa.
5: They didn't want their little snowflakes. To Hashtag, be questioned.
8: Hashtag Twitter sucks. Whoa, no, no Hashtag, I like yeah. Twitter. Is that a tweet from you? But Hashtag there was also some. <laughs> there was also some good stuff that happened in that event. Um, David Hogg said it's disgusting that my more minorities and women are not in government because it creates this system where we have one line of thinking where it's a lot of rich white men like myself that are in politics. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what are you talking about? David Hogg says white privilege is one of the biggest obstacles he's faced in his anti-gun agenda. Mm -hmm. Media wouldn't cover the incident the same way in a black community, no matter how well those people spoke.
1: I'm sorry. uh, We've got proof positive that's not true. The church shooting that killed nine, was it nine blacks uh, at the church, was covered extensively. Mm -hmm. Now, did it get this much coverage? No, because... The church people didn't go on a tour of gun control afterwards. Had they, we would have covered it. That's
8: just bull crap. Wait, he described Shut himself up. as a rich white man? That's what he said. And Cameron Kasky uh, says mass shootings like Parkland happened every day. Every day? That's what, uh, that's what they said. On wow. Okay. That's what they said on the event. There were some great, uh, there was some great uh, reply tweets. Uh, during the event. Good. Uh, we need to defund all public schools immediately. Right now. Cold turkey. How much proof do we need that they're systematically destroying the minds of our kids? Stop throwing even more good money at the unspeakably bad. Seriously. These kids wander further and further into delusion and self-parody, and adults who should no better let them. It's astounding. Thank you.
1: Yes! Yes! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I feel like I'm I alone know. in my criticism of what these idiots are saying.
8: And then, of course, to the David Hogg uh, uh, House of Cards uh, comment. Uh, that pretty much sums up all the left-wing politics, everything they think they know, they learn from TV and movies. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, they're talking about House of Cards. First, he gets it all wrong. Uh, um, right. He kind of conf- <laughs> He kind of confuses the story, uh, kind of conflates the whole storyline of mm-hmm. House of Cards because he uses the death of Zoe, uh, which uh, Claire had nothing to do with. There was no Claire involved in any of that because uh, he talked about, uh, you know, the killed Zoe and then Claire puts on makeup. Um, mm-hmm. No, no. Um, that was another murder. Uh, you know, the one that Claire did. <laughs> uh, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know that <laughs> I know that uh, uh Robin Wright, agonizing in herself, has said that uh, she, you know, they, in, her, in her show research, which I'm sure was extensive, uh, that mm-hmm. uh, she, you know, they believe that D.C. was worse than what House of Cards had portrayed. I mean, that's yeah. what she believes, right? I mean, she's yeah. damn near communist anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, but mm-hmm. this is their last season. House of Cards is going to drop this fall, though. Oh really uh you know they had the they issued the they've only got one uh one, one commercial left. one commercial, and this is the final season, yeah, so Robin is I know you got that big paycheck uh, uh, saying that you were worth as much as Kevin, but uh, as soon as they dropped Kevin uh all right well, we'll give you uh six or seven uh, maybe eight shows and then we're done. <laughs> have a nice day, so you're not gonna be carrying it that long, are you yeah I mean, I know that the show was obviously involved her a lot and she deserved the money i'm not saying she doesn't deserve the money yeah, absolutely but i just didn't you know she made it's not the
1: same without kevin Spacey.
8: no kids not and that's another you know uh i'm gonna play the trailer of house of cards because it's just fascinating i'm looking forward to it to see what they do with it but uh that's another good podcast we should start uh where's kevin spacey where, where is he mm-hmm. i mean that he hasn't seen him I mean, he is or harvey weinstein gone yeah both of them are And good. I mean, good ribs. But he is. Kevin, man, he is gone. You don't get a shot of him at the coffee shop. You don't get a shot of him at the used car lot looking for cars. Nothing, man. That's for sure. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So the final season of House of Cards with uh, Claire Underwood as president.
0: We're just getting started.
1: We're just getting started. Just getting started. Uh, one more uh, couple of episodes. <laughs> but we're
8: just getting started. Six more episodes.
1: <laughs> is it six?
8: <laughs> I think it is. Do we know?
1: Yes, we do know. Six uh, episodes, think, and we're uh, just getting started. I think it is. Think it yeah, is
8: six in the final uh-huh. season. Okay. Let me double check that. But it was. Uh,
5: well, while you're looking there, the trail, I yeah. did a, a new search for Kevin Spacey, and right. the most recent thing I can find is February 27th, the Kevin Spacey Charitable Foundation to close. That oh, yeah, is the only wow. blip. And he he spent a lot
8: of money on that, too. Wow. Uh, that was, uh, that was uh, you know, he put a lot of money involved in that. What, what was involved in that? Was he mentoring young boys? What, what did they do there? Yes.
1: Well, think about it, though. Think about what happened to him. I mean, we didn't know for sure he was gay. There was rumors, you know, but there's rumors with everybody. Uh, but you didn't know for sure, so we found out for a fact that not only is he gay, but he's sexually abusing seventeen-year-old kids and younger. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty bad. And I mean, not that the gayness is bad at all, because right. there's nothing wrong with that at all. Thank you, because I was right.
8: about ready. Right. It's-,
1: it's nothing wrong yeah. with that. <laughs> You but know, the abuse about of young boys, just so you know, yeah. is I think we can all still agree, not a good thing. Right, right. And well, you yeah, know, Kevin. It's, that's what he was. That right? was he was it's famous
8: Thursday. for. It's is is uh, just going up and grabbing people. You know, anytime he wanted during uh-huh. the during the filming, mm-hmm. and you knew it was going to be bad because remember how shocked we were at the reaction of Netflix uh, from the beginning it was like. Kevin Spacey uh, could possibly, uh, you know, have this problem. Uh, Kevin Spacey wrote, writes a letter saying he's gay. Netflix fires Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was no, that was, it no, it was like, with, within 24 hours. It went fast. So, I mean, the world, knew, uh, the inside world knew that Ooh. this was a big problem. Yeah, and as soon as it went public, man, have a nice day.
5: And by the way, the charitable organization, I had no idea what mm. I was saying there. It actually was to help young actors get ahead. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. How
1: interesting. Yeah. It's funny how you... It's not going to go there. Let's not... Uh, we'll
5: no, don't, I'm just saying. We'll no, but, no, no, I not pursue that any further. I right? was...
8: I'm- I don't mm. know what you're talking about. Pat. Okay, I was <laughs> just going to comment on I just felt what it all just coming got on. Got done saying. Yeah, I know, and no. I
1: I think maybe not. Nothing.
8: Maybe we won't comment but, on But well, he said it, each. not me. I, I was I'm just going to a paragraph
5: oh. from a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm doing. All
8: right, it's 8 fact. episodes. It's 8 episodes of of Netflix. Eight. That's it. Yeah. All right. 8 more than it's just getting started. 8 episodes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> And that is chewing fat with Jeffy. I know, but
1: I wasn't. Hmm. If you'd like to chew less fat, there's a way you could do that. It's diet and exercise. Plus, this little key ingredient that helps a lot, Riduzone. Riduzone is a safe and natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement to help support your healthy weight loss. And it can also speed up your metabolism, which is a really important part of weight loss and keeping weight off. Reduzone was launched by a local com- local company. They took the good stuff out of olive oil. I don't know if you've heard or read much about this, but the OEA in olive oil. It's a big long word. I don't even I don't want to attempt to say it, but that stuff has been shown to boost metabolism Absolutely. and reduce appetite and it helps you burn fat. So, you know, with good nutrition and exercise, it can help you lose weight and more importantly maybe because the really hard part is keeping it off. I mean, you can get really you can get really serious about it for a while, and then after a while, you're like, okay, I just want to go back to eating a lot, okay? <laughs> you're just, telling me? Yeah, I well, I mean, we all have that, yeah, I know. right? I, I just, sure do. I just want sure to eat do. like I always eat I again, okay? I want ice cream every night while I'm watching TV. That's what I
8: want. That's why we've got to strive for that lifestyle change. You really do. RidUzone helps you with that. Go to their
1: website and check it out, riduzone.com, ridu Z O N E dot com. Use the promo code PAT and you'll get thirty percent off a three month supply. Really good deal. Riduzone dot com.
0: Pat Gray, unleashed the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Uh,
1: welcome, 888 900 and at Pat Unleashed. Hashtag put that in your in your pipe. Uh, from Jules May, <laughs> I love this. David Hogg played a politician at high school and he stayed at a Holiday Inn. Oh. This qualifies him as an expert on gun control legislation. No question. You stayed <laughs> at a Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Sure. Obviously, you're qualified. Yep. Uh, Mike Hermanet, if you use the lemon juice and hairdryer, you'll find the House of Cards clause oh. of the Constitution right under the Good and Plenty clause. Okay, Hadn't done that yet. We hadn't checked for it. Yep, we need to do that. I checked the Good and Plenty clause. It wasn't there, so it's just underneath, according to Mike. <laughs> By being current on House of Cards, you are automatically knowledgeable on all life experience. That's pretty cool. Chris Burke says uh, the Republicans have become someone... On a spending spree before they file for bankruptcy. A last hurrah. Mm. For sure.
4: Uh, Interesting. A- Andy
1: GT, 1979. <laughs> uh, fight between Trump and Biden. WrestleMania is right around the corner. My bet's on Trump. Oh, yeah, Trump. Trump body slams Biden, oh, he, and then he jumps from the from the highest rope and uh, lands with him on an elbow smash or whatever.
5: Well, Trump's been a part of one of those little WWE, and, and he's too. got experience. Uh uh-huh, huh. He, he took Vince McMahon down, I recall.
1: Yep, kicked his butt from Piltdown Posse. <laughs> if Facebook is a business and could do whatever they want, how come a Christian Baker can't decide what is morally right? Huh? What huh. huh. a question! Hashtag what a hateful, hateful question.
5: Put that in your pipe, sonny.
1: It is, it's interesting that the Baker thing not only happened and transpired and was upheld by a court, but it's held up on appeal by courts. And it continues to be held up by courts time after time. I don't understand it. How is that possible? Truly, as the uh, new nominee for um, uh, the EEOC, EEOC says sexual freedom does trump religious freedom. Sure it does. Even though sexual freedom is not necessarily anything mentioned in the Constitution. You, However, yeah. uh, religious freedom is. And so you would think one trumps the other. No.
5: No, no, no. You're uh, forgetting about the invisible ink. Right, right,
1: right. You're forgetting about the lemon juice right, and the hair dryer.
5: Right, right, it's in there. Right. Sexual freedom trumps okay. religious freedom. All it's in right.
1: there. All right. 888-900- Thirty-three 93. We've got uh, more where this came from uh, coming up more
5: uh, again uh, still. No, no, you don't sound confident. We that are is, coming back for another coming, hour. Right. There's plenty of stuff in that stack over there you have not even no, touched. No, a lot. A lot, a a lot, lot of good lot, stuff. I'm going to lead you to stuff. it during the break. You're going to enjoy it's it. It's coming Stay up,
1: in, yeah. and we're going to talk about it and stuff.
0: Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome! 888-933-93. Traffic and weather together every six minutes on the fives. All day long. Uh, so you can always count on that. For uh, weather and traffic in your local area. Can you get me an alternate it route together? Home? Yeah, we'll do that. Coming up every uh, six minutes on the fives. <clears throat> coming up. Mm. With the weather, too. Not just the alternate, but what the weather is going to be like on your This is going
5: to be a 3, 5, or 7, perhaps 10-day forecast we're talking about here.
1: Uh, well, it depends. Uh, at the at the first five, we give you the uh, extended forecast. Okay. At the second five, we only give you today.
5: Well, I'm making plans for Easter, which is 10 days from now. So You'll um, hear
1: that at the bottom. Okay. At the bottom five. Okay, got it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, Nashville's mayor has proposed a city park to atone for its slave history. Because, uh, obviously, we all know that. To atone for your sins, you build a park. <laughs> right? Isn't I think that's it's in Genesis somewhere mm-hmm. and then it's also in Matthew. Really? Uh, I think chapter four. So it kind of got
5: kind of got updated somewhere. a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's
1: both an old testament and a new testament law. So it was it was Moses so and a, Jesus. It's a
5: serious one. Here. It's a serious one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So
1: it transcends all of humanity, uh, the ability to build a park, and then you're forgiven for your sins. It's it's a great thing. I like that. And I'm glad that the mayor of Nashville understands the concept, the very incredible, eternal principle of park building. (laughs) The mayor has proposed turning the property uh, into a park to honor the contributions and sacrifices of slaves. Uh, As cities throughout the South Move to take down monuments of Confederate leaders because you know, yeah. I mean,
5: they're evil. Just a, just a statue themselves. Do you know how many people were killed
1: last year alone by Confederate statues?
5: Uh, actually, there was one. <clears throat> there, 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 literally was one. Who,
1: what, how, how? are they
5: moving that statue?
1: And somebody and it and fell it fell, it fell it on, on the freeway
5: here in Texas. Oh, that's right. That is. Oh, oh my gosh! Should never right. even move it in the first place. But continue.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, that was just one mishap. There have been over 800,000 people killed in the last year alone. I didn't make the news. By so Confederate statues. Huh. No, they've, you know who's keeping that from you? The white privileged people. Huh. The the man, the whitey. Yeah. Whitey is keeping all that. I
5: see this. I'm getting you. angry now. So,
1: mm-hmm. you should.
5: I feel, I feel misled.
1: <clears throat> the mayor of uh, Nashville unveiled his plan to uh, for the city to honor an overlooked part of the Civil War era. Era, the uh, contributions and sacrifices of slaves. Under the proposal announced Tuesday by Mayor David Briley, near a Union Army stronghold built by thousands of former slaves, green space would be carved out in the heart of Nashville and a historic site rich in African American history would be preserved. He said it was time for Nashville to recognize its slavery past. Our country, yeah, because it's, you know, what was it, 160 years ago when it ended? Too soon. Too, too too soon not to, you know, start commemorating it again. Our country, our city, has never really done what is necessary to acknowledge the sacrifice of the slaves in our country. To atone for what is and will be a great scar on our nation's history. What is that? Or to take steps toward reconciliation. I kind of think that the sixth... 100,000 Americans who died in that war sort of took a step toward reconciliation. Do you? Yeah. I Call me crazy. How do you figure that? Call me crazy. We atoned with a lot of blood. Hmm. A lot yeah. of blood and treasure. But this plan will require city council approval. It comes as part of the South engagement intense debates over race and history. You know, and and in Texas, all over the place, they're taking statues down every day and they don't even say anything about it. They just do it because they don't they don't want to engage in a discussion or a debate about what harm these things are doing now. They don't want to. Uh, All they want to do is just eliminate it and not think about it anymore. Whereas, wouldn't it be interesting if you left the statue there and you used it as a teaching moment for your children what a concept.
5: No, what a concept. Don't, we don't teach our what children.
1: It, what if it sparked a debate no. and a discussion and a conversation? No.
5: Screw that. I want to brainwash my kids into knowing what's right. I want them to learn from themselves. I don't want to discuss. I don't want critical thinking skills. Well, there's skills. that too. Yeah, there is that. Okay,
1: continue. That point of view Thank is really you. good. That's really good. In Nashville, the future of the land around Fort Negley has been tangled up in its own fierce debate pitting preservationists against those who wanted the site turned into the city's latest retail, entertainment, and housing development. Um, At issue is what should become of the site of Greer Stadium, a 40-year-old minor league baseball park built next to the fort that has fallen into disrepair since the team departed in
5: 2014.
1: Hmm. Uh, All of this reminds me of what's happening in Texas, and that's the uh, reimagining of the Alamo. No, no.
5: Uh,
1: George... P Bush is the uh what is his title like the uh, land commissioner I yeah, think Yeah,
5: railroad I, I don't know. Land commissioner? Well they changed the title recently.
1: And he uh is envisioning a reimagining of the Alamo where it's a softer, gentler Alamo and it it's easier for, you know, people from other countries, Mexico for instance, uh to come here and swallow what is being presented there. Cuz you you don't want to offend uh you know the country that was the enemy at the time you don't want to offend them uh by telling the actual history of it what actually happened you want to make it more palatable for them by blaming us i'm sure and and while uh that plan came out before the election before the primary he still won in texas how is that possible i just how is it possible i can't comprehend what's going on in this country anymore even in Texas. Also, uh, the 24-year-old billionaire heiress to the Dell fortune left social media after exposing her family to security risks, she says. And here's her advice for teens on, <clears throat> on some of these social apps. Alexa Dell is the daughter of uh, billionaire Michael Dell. She grew up in Austin on a sprawling estate called The Castle. How nice would that
5: be? Mm. So great. Well, that's what I call my house—the castle. Yeah, I mean it's just <clears throat> yeah ginormous. So I mean it's just it, it seemed like the most appropriate uh-huh. name for uh-huh. it. Yeah, the castle.
1: Yeah, it's <clears throat> it sprawls out over how many like square miles.
5: You know, I don't get hung up on numbers. I mean, it's not a yeah. it's not a hut. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. I mean, Freedom Castle.
1: <laughs> but as tech royalty Dell quickly learned. She couldn't use social media apps the way most teenagers do. Business Insider caught up with her to hear the whole story. When she was 18, she posted a photo to Instagram. So this was just six years ago. Her younger brother, Zach, sat in the window seat of what appeared to be a small plane. A spread of fish, uh, fresh fruit, (laughs) vegetables, uh, and, of course, a dull laptop was laid out before him. Now, it's since been removed, so don't look for this, but the internet descended on them. Rich kids of Instagram, a popular Tumblr site that documents the adventures of the world's wealthiest offspring, circulated the image, and within a week of the posting, Dell and her brother, Zach, disappeared from social media. Bloomberg Businessweek broke the story that, that Dell had been documenting her every move on Twitter, complete with GPS locations from her phone. Why the hell? Why would oh, you do no. that? How stinking irresponsible oh. is that? Of Bloomberg to do something like that. Why would you do that to children? They, they, ha- they listed the GPS location of her phone? Her father's uh, security detail. Had her Twitter and Instagram accounts suspended. The article cited concerns over the family's safety. Singling out fears of kidnapping for ransom. Yeah. Well, Gawker does that too. And sure enough, Gawker. And their now defunct Valleyweg reported that Alexa Dell shut down her social media accounts without the Dell company's intervention after the photo went up. Now, Gawker used to post the whereabouts in real time of Glenn Beck as he traveled around Manhattan. I mean, isn't that endangerment? Isn't that reckless endangerment? But anyway, Dell was an 18-year-old Columbia student uh, at the time and an intern at W Magazine. Uh, she said at first she and her brother just panicked. Uh, She said it obviously took me completely by surprise. I didn't even realize that account or that blog Tumblr thing was a thing. It's unfortunate because it obviously put my family at risk and our safety. It's a shame that there are people out there who just are having fun exploiting others. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the world, Alexa.
5: Just to be clear here, it wasn't like Bloomberg found out her location information and posted that. These were geotagged by her through her account settings, so she has set so up her account she did it that, that way. says you can you can tweet and say where you're tweeting from and all that other good stuff. You could even take a Jeez. picture and it would it would geotag your location of where you took that picture. That's how this stuff gets out there. So that's why. Turn it
1: off. She just decided, okay, I just endangered myself yes. and my entire yeah. family. Maybe I won't do this anymore. Yeah,
5: go to your kids' phones good tonight. Good for her, though, for doing that. Yeah, and and turn off the location settings and all apps and yeah, all. Yeah, that's a
1: good idea. Please. Yeah, and put a little piece of tape over that camera.
5: Mm-hmm. And you know what? While you're at it, just why don't you take that phone away from your kid and throw it <laughs> yeah. in the garbage can yeah. after you step on it.
1: Or get them like a flip phone so that they can just call you. And they can't go on the internet. That's a good idea, too. Just get one of those ancient freaking phones. You want to call people?
5: Well, yeah, we got to get a hold of you
1: when we're out. Yeah, here's a flip phone.
5: But what if I want to text you? Oh, well, then you're going to have to press the key four times, I guess, to make a letter. (laughs) I don't care. I mean, if I get a a text from you that says Uh uh, uh, P, then I'll know it's time to come pick you up. But if you did that, I mean, obviously, they're
1: going to act like you've just offered them a a covered wagon. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> Mom,
1: you said you wanted a phone. It's interesting because every time you see, you know, like when you find a gem on Netflix that you haven't seen for a while or seen it ever, like a TV show from 2005 that has eight seasons, and it's like, wow, and it's good, and then you see them with their cell phones. It is so amazing because it's like, what was this, 1979? <laughs> and, then you, and then you look it up, and it was 2005, and you're like, Wow, have we come a long way in a short amount of time. I was just watching this show that I found. I think it's called White Collar. Yeah. From 2009. It's got six seasons. 2009, they're using flip phones. Like, what? Hmm. Uh, You guys ever heard of an
5: iPhone? Uh,
1: They came out in 2007, Hmm. right?
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seems about right. Yeah.
1: Uh, but they've got dumb phones. They, they don't have internet access on these things. And one of them has a BlackBerry. <laughs> I haven't seen a BlackBerry since I, the 1800s. <laughs> when did that right. go out of style?
5: <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? I would just like my phone to, um, mm. I don't know, what's the word? Work, actually. Oh, that uh, would be good. Yeah, but yeah, that's your just Your phone doesn't way. work? Yeah, it's uh, it struggles. It has uh, issues. And uh, I think you thought about replacing it, perhaps? Um, Yeah, uh, Yeah. it's not able to be replaced until April of 2009. And so when you talk, 2009, I'm 2019. uh, What? When you talk bad about like that? When you talk bad about a company or a phone on the on the Twitter, (laughs) they say, "Would you please direct message us and we can help you through this?" And after you waste about a week of talking back and forth with about I don't know 13, 14 different customer service representatives, they finally tell you to go to a location where they can do the fix. TMI. TMI, Keith. Not not too much information. I'm bitter, Pat.
1: Uh, I know you're bitter about a lot of things. Yeah, that's Uh, that's me. Yeah, bitter Keith. Uh, in 2012, Business Week reviewed proxy statements filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission that showed Michael Dell spent $2.7 million annually on his family security. Yeah, welcome to the world of being high profile. That's what happens. Um, it can bankrupt some people if you're not super like billionaire wealthy like Michael Dell. Um, but at least she recognized the problem there and, and put a stop to it. But that's something we should all consider is the security and the safety of our kids when they're using these devices. Because it, it can be bad. 888 thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition and um, Field of Greens. Really great stuff. It, you know, forever, for my entire life, uh, I have hated vegetables there's like three vegetables. Well, if a potato is a vegetable, there's four. Potatoes, corn, peas, and carrots. Okay? I mm. can stomach those. Anything beyond that, and those are probably the worst vegetables for you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything beyond that, I, I just, I hate it. They're gross. And so I get no vegetables in my diet until Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Now I just, you know now that I put a scoop of this every morning in uh, the smoothie... Um, it's just, it gives me that full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. And I love organic. I've kind of bought into my wife's theory on that. Plus this is prebiotic, probiotic, boosts your immunity, antioxidant power, and it's actual real food. It's not just an extract from something. So go to brickhousepat.com and just try it. See if you like it. I almost guarantee you will. Field of Greens, get your Freak Shaker bottle when you use the offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. That's BrickhousePat.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat_Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag #TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Quick update for you. Uh, Stormy's attorney, Michael Avenatti, uh, made an argument for why Americans should care about his client's story.
5: I I just want to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I want to play this segment under protest.
1: Yeah, because you didn't get your Because
5: you played your music while I I was out of the room and I don't appreciate Mm. that at all.
1: He said, I think this is about engaging in thuggish behavior, threats, intimidation, and hiding the money trail. Daniels, obviously, was paid $130,000. So that's what's kind of at issue in the, in the realm of current events. And somewhat current. Uh, because if they paid her off with campaign funds, or even funds that came from Donald Trump's lawyer, um, but he knew about it, there's are some issues there. He told... Uh, Avenatti told Chris Cuomo that the act of intimidation, the threats putting her under their thumb, continues to this very day. She and her legal team have been maneuvering to get the adult film actress out of the non-disclosure agreement. And uh, this is all leading up to what will probably be a fairly well-watched episode <laughs> of 60 Minutes on Sunday. Uh... Because supposedly she details some of this stuff. And it's hard to believe because uh, Donald Trump is a president of the United States. He's got some power behind him. He's got a team of lawyers. He's litigious anyway, even when he was a private citizen. It's kind of dangerous territory they're in. But they really want to tell the story. Have you noticed that? They really want to tell the story.
5: Sure do. I want to hear it.
1: <laughs> I do, too. I really want to hear, hear it. I have to admit, I, I do want to hear it. I've, I'm just interested. It's just, you know, it's fascinating to me. <laughs> also, um, in the UK, hmm. there is a guy who's a douche. Um, <laughs> he's apparently a Scottish YouTuber. And his dog, who's a pug. Mm-hmm.
5: Girlfriend's dog.
1: Girlfriend's dog. Apparently, he's been teaching it how to uh, do the Hitler salute, the Zieg Heil. Take a look at this.
7: Zieg Heil. Zieg Heil. (laughs) Zieg Heil. Zieg Heil.
1: Uh, Okay. Uh, Is that adorable or disturbing? Um, Also... Then you throw in this little ele- element, and, and maybe your opinion changes a little bit. Because uh, listen to what he says to kind of get the dog excited to wake it up a little bit.
4: Do I gas the juice? Oh, Do I gas the juice? More, more gas the juice, son. Do I gas the juice? Do I gas the juice?
0: Come on, gas the juice. More gas the juice, son. More.
8: Do I like gas the juice? Do I like gas the juice? Do I gosh the juice?
1: Over and over. Yeah. Probably heard that on the code. the juice. Okay. All righty. So the sure. guy is a douchebag. Sure. Absolutely. Clearly. A hateful, racist, anti-Semitic douche. But should the government take action against him and charge him with a hate crime? Because have they done have they actually done it? Yeah,
5: he was found guilty.
1: Oh, uh, it's already happened. Yeah. And he was found guilty yep. of the hate crime. Mm-hmm. So the punishment is what? Has he been sentenced uh, He
5: will be sentenced on April 23rd. We find out the fate of being a douche. What is the potential penalty? Uh, That's a great question,
1: Pat. Is it just a fine or does he go to prison?
5: I, I, oof, I don't know. Hang on.
1: So in the UK, I, I guess you don't have freedom of speech. No kidding. Right? Because he's not. He's seriously. You know, while it's despicable, everybody acknowledges that. Can't stand the guy. Really horrible stuff. But, you know, to
5: charge him with a hate crime for it? Come on now. I mean, that the, the legitimacy of even that term has always been at odds in yeah, my brain. right. Me too. And now we... Because no crimes
1: are done with love.
5: Seriously. Uh, I can't find what the sentencing could be. I'm sure everyone's screaming right now.
1: My guess is uh, there's probably jail time attached. I mean, it's Europe. That's what they do. It's the U.K., I, it's going to be fascinating, and you might say, "Well, that's the UK. Don't worry about it." <sighs> and it doesn't mean well because they, in some cases, were ahead of what they're doing over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, abortion is a good example of that. But other things, we follow
5: them right down this path. Yeah, we've pretty much imported all of their stupidity.
1: Yeah, we have so... all of their socialist policies. All you know, even their their healthcare programs. We used to hear all the time. We're the only industrialized nation on Earth that doesn't have free health care. Well, yeah, that's because we're capitalists. That's because we're freedom lovers. That's because we have a constitution. It's a good thing that other countries are doing this stuff and playing follow the leader right to bankruptcy, and we're not doing that. Well, we're doing that too now. A little less than we were for a while, but that's happened as well. So this Nazi... What's going to happen to him? Can you charge a guy with a hate crime for what he's teaching his dog?
5: (laughs) Not only can you charge him, but you can convict
1: him. Convict him. Jeez. Hmm. Still no word on that.
5: Well, he violated uh, Section 127 of the UK Communications Act, as you know. I hate when people do that. Which, of course, prohibits uh, grossly offensive, indecent, obscene, or menacing electronic communications. That's
1: exactly what I was just going to say. Weren't you going to say that? Right on the tip of my tongue. So... Kind of pisses me off that you said it before I was going to. Really? Yeah, you know, a little bit.
5: Oh, I thought you really wanted to know what. The mm,
1: but you got nothing on the parameters of the, the sentencing.
5: Parameters of sentencing. Absolutely not. I don't know.
1: Why are you here? Can I leave? <laughs> can I? Would there be? Would it make any difference
5: to can, the show? I'm <laughs> uh, probably not. Fair point. Tell you what, I'm gonna call it a day, and uh, you just wrap it up. You just read this during the break. I'm just gonna leave this here with you. Uh, Need to cut that and. Uh, <laughs> And you're out. All right. We'll see you later. I can wear a hat out here, by the way.
1: Yeah,
5: <laughs> I'm gonna go wear this.
1: All right. It's gonna be much quieter in here without him. I'll tell you that. Triple eight nine hundred 3393 So that's kind of a question for you. What do you think? Is, is are hate crimes a thing? Should they be a thing in the United States of America? And especially, should they be punishable with by prison sentences? Paying a fine for something like that is bad enough. But if the guy is going to go to jail because he taught his dog, Zig Heil, and he says a horrible three-word phrase and it it gets the dog all hyped up. Now, all of those things are terrible and, and despicable, but should they be criminal? Man, the Western world is really on thin ice we're really taking a lot of our freedoms away for our security that's what the whole you know parkland student thing is about that's what this story is about is this where we want to go and of course to me the answer is absolutely not 888 900 more pack grand leash coming up
0: Blaze Radio Network. Back to Pat Gray on
4: the Blaze oh.
5: Radio Network. Sorry, yeah, very, that's why I'm very back very here, to make sure you don't do stuff like that. <laughs> and I obviously failed yet again.
1: Well, look, I've only been doing this kind of thing for 40 years. So it's yeah. hard to get used to. You know what I mean? 888 thirty three ninety three. 3393 Okay, we've, we checked on the uh, potential penalty mm-hmm. for the YouTuber. And by the way, he's a comedian. Is this funny? No. But he thought it was. And I... I I doubt, I mean, is he even serious? Does he really hate Jews? I don't know. Probably not. He's a comedian trying to do something funny. And it's awful and despicable and not funny. But now he could receive up to two months in prison for it. Two months, I guess, would be the penalty. And probably a really stiff monetary fine. Uh, So we have to discuss... is. You know, we've all joked about things that you don't mean on serious subjects. Haven't we? hmm In the privacy of your own home or with somebody you know really well who knows you're not serious and don't you don't really feel that way. You've probably said some, you know, jokes that aren't appropriate. That's what this guy has kind of done. And so can we not just do comedy anymore? Will comedy end pretty soon? I think it might. <laughs> yeah. I think it might. <laughs> Yep. His, he goes by the name of, uh, his actual name is Mark Meekin. He's better known as Count Dankula. And the guilty verdict came under the Communications Act. Hmm. Stupid. Sheriff Derek O'Carroll said Meekin's video was grossly offensive. Sure it was. But do you go to jail for that and did not? Did not buy the man's defense that it was merely a joke to annoy his girlfriend. The YouTuber's case became widely known after he was arrested. And this was two years ago when the video went viral. Golly. Uh, Suzanne Kelly, the girlfriend, defended Meekin last year in court saying he's not anti-Semitic and has always been very supportive towards minority groups. The dog will lift his paw to virtually anything if he gets a treat for it. We've taught him to lift his paw for food, like ham and cheese. Um, they were just words to him to make him lift his paw. And I know those words were used in the context of the video. And so she's trying to say, look, it was a joke. He didn't really mean it. He doesn't actually hate Jews. So when do we decide in the West here? Uh, How far are we going to go with political correctness? Are we going to go all the way and just start start jailing people for off-handed jokes or a joke that somebody could be irritated by or offended by? Keep in mind, we have a constitution in this country. Do we? That guarantees your free speech. Mm. And really, it doesn't anymore. I mean, not without losing your livelihood, not without being ostracized from society. And there should be consequences for certain actions. But when you're just joking and everybody knows it, come on.
5: Yeah, what was the uh, the line by uh, Thomas Jefferson? I don't know if anyone recalls that guy anymore, but uh, I think he said you're, something about...
1: What, you're willing to... that one?
5: No, nah, the one where he or says...
1: "If don't it- joke about things or you'll oh, yeah. go to jail. Yeah, was it that go. quote? No yeah. jokes. That's a famous Jefferson like quote. Like a Monticello.
5: It's like it's emblazoned in gold, you know? It yeah. just says no
1: jokes. Yeah, it's carved into a statue, too, in D.C. Yeah, it you're says, right. Don't joke about things. And a lot or of people don't realize that because
5: you have to go across that pond over there. And it's, it's not near all the other. Memorials. What actual quote were you Oh, uh, The one about? I was thinking were like, if it doesn't pick my pocket or break my leg. Oh, yeah. It's like, look, if it doesn't physically right. harm me, if it doesn't rob from me, then let it go. Boy,
1: we we don't subscribe to that theory. No. At all. No. And we haven't for probably at least 20 years and maybe more than that. And it just keeps getting worse every day.
5: Every day hour just we're so sensitive
1: I mean another good example of this the teacher who questioned the walkout the gun control walkout with her with her class and I think this is a great point she said look it is this is there a double standard at this school would you be punished if you say walked out over uh, over abortion let's say you're pro-life and you want to go out and do a pro-life protest and you walk out of school what, do you, what are the odds that you'd be disciplined for that? They suspended her for that. Now she's back, and one of the students is actually planning an, ab- an abortion walkout. So it's, they're going to put it to the test. Uh, it's pretty interesting. And uh, do we have the date yet? Has he? Because yeah. last I heard, he hadn't set the date.
5: April 11th, I believe.
1: Okay, April 11th. And Glenn has even said we're going to send some reporter, somebody out from the blaze uh, to cover this thing. It should be interesting to see what happens. Now, the kid who organized the rally is supposed to meet with, with the principal of the school, and I think tomorrow. it's tomorrow.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is all going to be pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, but our students understood her point. Uh, they took it to heart, they talked about it, and um, they decided that they're they're actually going to put it to the test and see. So good for them. You, you got some students who are willing to see if America is still America. <laughs> just... Or if you're a leftist, you get special, special privileges. <laughs> the laws don't apply to you. The rules don't apply to you. They just apply to people on the right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Should be interesting. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, Earth's glaciers have passed the point of no return.
5: Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So we can start worrying about it.
1: <clears throat> There's, I mean, would do you want a glacier in your backyard? I don't think so. No, thank you. So, <clears throat> actually, if you've ever been to Glacier National Park in Montana, mm-hmm. so beautiful, so great. Okay. And got about
5: five minutes to get up there to see it before it yeah, melts away it's forever. G- yeah,
1: it's probably gone already.
5: Too late. Dang.
1: I remember them saying clear back in the 70s when I was a kid that there was less area than there used to be. Because that just happens in cycles on this planet. Mm -hmm. But nothing that humans do now, according to the Daily Mail in England, nothing we can do now will limit the melting of glaciers over the next hundred years. Well, then why bother?
5: Yeah, so can we stop now? Can
1: stop the madness? We're good. (laughs) Stop doing all this dumb stuff you're doing. Good. Scientists from two European universities concluded that, get this, even if all emissions were curtailed, so we're not emitting anything from cars, factories, people. Just shut it all down. Just stop. Still too late. With the CO2. Melting of glaciers still would not be Stopped. Researchers did confirm, though, that human actions now can impact climate change in the long run. Of course, because they have to still have that, you know, that, that income stream. Mm-hmm. And for Al Gore, that income stream is close to a billion dollars now. You know, when he left office, when uh, he was, he was Clinton's, Bill Clinton's vice president, obviously, he was worth something like... I think they said 750000 to about $2.5 million. That, those are the assets he had. That was his total net worth. Now, by some estimates, it's between $500 million and $1 billion. The guy has earned a fortune a lot off of, the backs of this catastrophic yeah, global warming lot, crap.
5: A lot of good Al Gore is doing with that money, I mean, obviously.
1: Look at the goodies.
5: I mean, look at that. Look at it. Mm, the just, good. just look at it's it. It's good. It's good. And, uh, you know, he now has a career in singing, apparently, huh?
1: Apparently. Yeah, He, yeah, he's mm. a great song that he did the other day. Did he? American Pilot tweeted out uh, Keith, best part of my week, hands down. The girls in the Starbucks drive through laughing and asking, is that Al Gore singing? <laughs> <laughs> when I was singing, singing raindrops. Wait, uh, you were? Actually, not raindrops, I mean, but Al Gore was singing. Al Gore was singing rain bombs keep falling on my head Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's great but the guy has you know not only has he enriched his life he's become a a rock star to the left a rock star to our kids I mean and he won an academy award he won a Grammy he won the Nobel Prize for Peace
5: didn't win the presidency however
1: no fortunately thank you florida one honor we withheld from him somehow cuz I'll tell you this Whew. he runs again i don't know that we withhold that from him
5: it's going to take more than 537 votes in the in the sunshine state to stop him no kidding oh boy that's a
1: frightening possibility if they ever if the democrat party ever turned to that guy uh, we've got real reason for fear because he could win i think he's one of the few um it, we've gone through the list. They they get they got nobody on that side of the aisle.
5: What about nobody. Biden versus Trump? Not not behind the gymnasium in a, yeah. in a fist fight, but at it, the ballot it would box. Be
1: probably the most fun campaign of all time. But who do you think would win? But I think Trump wins. Uh-huh. Don't you? You don't think so? Huh? I don't know. I think man. Trump wins. I think Trump wins against him. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, he would destroy. Uh, Kamala Harris, he would destroy. Who else is thrown out there all the time? Oh, Bernie Sanders—he destroys. I forget
5: that L.A. mayor that we learned about. Yeah, the L.A. mayor
1: whose name nobody even knows as a G. The guy who replaced Viarrigosa. He beat him. Uh, There was the HUD secretary, right? The mayor of San Antonio. What was his name? He's a big rising star. Uh, Castro. Castro. Yeah. Uh, he'd beat him.
5: But, I mean, America would never elect someone with the name, last name Castro. of a dictator. It's not like they've done that before where it was the middle name was the same. Like, Hussein. Never. It's incredible. If, if you would have written
1: a movie about this, <laughs> nobody would go to it because it would be so stupid. I
5: want to cry.
1: It would just not. I mean, it can't connect with reality in <laughs> any way. <sighs> On this uh, melting glacier thing, yeah. glaciologist, I didn't know there was such a thing, but there oh, are that's a fun word. Glacio, uh, glaciologists, uh, George Kaser, who worked on the report about the melting, said melting glaciers have a huge influence on the development of sea level rise. Mm. In our calculations, we took into account all glaciers worldwide without the Antarctic and Greenland ice sheets and peripheral uh, peripheral glaciers and modeled them in various climate scenarios. <clears throat> so, okay. basically, we all drown when this happens. Oh, good. That's so basically we don't have to worry point.
5: about electing another president. It's yeah. over. Yeah.
1: Okay. Don't even worry about it.
5: Nice. I, I can't, I, I'm actually satisfied with that outcome. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's certain days where, yeah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, what, I mean, just melt. You got us. Drown me. Yeah, you got us. Okay, there's nothing we can do. No. Al Gore's prediction. Remember that on the... uh mm. oh, I got to play that.
5: Too. <coughs> oh, he's got a prediction. Oh, boy, this ought to be rich, huh? Uh, yeah. Um,
1: polar ice caps. Okay,
5: Al Gore prediction time. Al,
1: Al Gore. Let's see if I can find what it was. Okay. He th- here it is. Here's what Al said. I think this was oh seven or oh eight. And uh, some of the models <laughs> some of the models suggest
7: to, to Dr. Maslowski that
1: <laughs> Okay. So one qualification some qualified. of the models suggest okay, they don't that's right. They don't necessarily mandate, but they suggest two
5: qualifiers that there is a seventy five percent chance
1: There is a seventy five percent chance Okay, number three. That that the the entire, entire North, polar ice North Polar ice cap during summer, during some of the. During summer and some, and then some summer. So, some so you got summers, summer and then some now. summer. Mm-hmm. We're at five. Summer months could be completely ice free. Could be. Could be. Completely ice free. Within the next five to seven years. Oh. Within the next five to three. Seven years.
5: Six qualifiers, and uh, when was this prediction made, Pat?
1: Uh, 2008. So uh, five are we are we there yet? Seven, when will it be so five years from then? It
5: would have been a maximum of negative three years ago. <laughs> uh,
1: and, of course, none of that came to fruition. Uh, let me tell you about um, filter FilterBuy. I'm going to make a prediction for your home that if your filters are dirty now and you haven't changed them in a long time, you could have you could have some <laughs> massive repairs on the way to your HVAC system. Now, you're also breathing really nasty air in your house because it's just blowing around all the pollen and the dust and the mold, which can be really harmful to you and, and your health. But there's a better way. It's FilterBuy.com. Go there. They're America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. We all love to support American businesses that make American products in America. And FilterBuy does just that. Plus, they carry over 600 filter sizes, including uh, they can even custom make an option if you've got a strange filter size for whatever reason. They're all shipped free. You don't pay extra for the shipping and within 24 hours so you don't have to wait five to ten business days. <laughs> I love it. FilterBuy has all kinds of MERV options all the way up to hospital grade so it really works. I mean, it's going to clean up the air in your home and make you healthier and your, your whole family. Right now, save 5% when you set up auto delivery too. So save money, save time, breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's filter, dot com. FilterBuy.com.
0: FilterBuy.com. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network,
1: Pat Gray. 888-933-93. 888 thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, apparently the view was kicking around uh, the battle between Joe Biden and, and President Trump on, on their wonderful program today. And it went a little bit off the rails. Here's what happened.
8: I think Biden would be a... Uh you know this is this guy
0: can't even go to the bathroom without a golf cart <laughs> oh that's a good you know
6: advice. what i mean such a dude this is such a dude response if women ruled the world this would not be what we're doing like i know, I, know. I, 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 I kind of think but it's... there was something chivalrous about it it's about, sense, joe biden. about joe biden saying you know uh, if he said that oh and we were in high gosh. school i'd take him out back and i'd kick <laughs> his butt yeah and i thought you know there's there's, there was something about about that because he was also speaking at an event where he was encouraging men to stick right. up for, for women, not be just bystanders. Yeah. And
4: that's that's yeah. the thing. Trump
6: is such a bully. I almost, and I hate to say this, I, you know, why hasn't anybody taken him out back and kicked his little butt? Oh,
1: why hasn't anybody canceled that hideous show is a better question. Why do they continue to earn a living saying – the most butt-stupid things <laughs> that have ever been uttered on television. Why? That's Oh, man. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, and the crowd Biden was addressing were University of Miami students. <laughs> so he's telling them it's, yeah, violence. Take him outside and and beat the crap out of him. Iter- idiocracy. Pat? How, how amazing is that? When you're there for anti-bullying, anti-harassment, and then what you do is talk about physical violence on somebody. I mean. <laughs>
5: Hello, <laughs> and they have the shortest memories. They're like, yeah, you know, Trump is such a bully that it was just kind of chivalrous. I'm sorry, Joe Biden and the word chivalrous, chivalrous in the same sentence. No. You, 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 your memories are so short. Have you ever seen a picture of Joe Biden with a woman? A
1: picture? No, I've seen like 40 pictures of him creeping on women. Thank you. <laughs> or, or in his senate office or, or they were in uh, near the white house when he was vice president and he's all over women. And then remember the if this would have been Donald Trump sitting at a bar with that biker chick on his lap. Mm. <laughs> can you imagine what they would make
5: out of that? Mm.
1: But for Biden, ah that's just Joe being Joe. That's <laughs> just middle class lunch pail Joe. Now, that's douchebag Joe, yeah. who shouldn't be allowed anywhere near women. I don't think his wife any, even wants to be near him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a little glimpse into our future. Uh, here are some lawmakers <laughs> in Kosovo, just you know, discussing some issues. Oh, okay, this is good. Sure. <clears throat> Went a little something.
5: There they are. They're talking, like and this. then oh, so oh, oh wait, we're they, just gonna. They smoke let off bombs and smoke bombs. Start lobbing them around the parliament. I mean, these aren't these aren't visitors into the parliament. These are. That the this actual is the lawmakers. parliament.
1: Yeah, this is parliament. They don't like
5: the way the vote went, so they're just <laughs> tossing look at them. that. So they sent smoke bombs all over the room. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're there. Uh, in what, wow. six,
1: eight months. Is there no security there? I mean, what? How did you get smoke
5: bombs into? you you're, you're a, the chamber. You're a you're a representative. I mean, you know Chuck Schumer would be able to sneak those in. Now, when this kind of stuff happened,
1: or you remember the the Japanese lawmakers yeah. that <laughs> jumped over you know oh. desks and tables to get at each other started beating each other. You see this in yep. Russia sometimes. Yep. I used I used to feel real superior. Yeah, that. yeah. That's, that's not how we do this. Sure, we don't do that. Either. No, it's I mean, if it isn't there now, it is coming to that.
5: It Soon. 2019, gonna surprise us. Soon. Because <sighs> we thought 2017 was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah we
4: 2018
5: did. is um, already.
1: Well, Glenn has said better. so many times mm-hmm. you won't recognize your country. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: ancient history. Very precious. That's ancient history. Uh, here's something um, President Trump has done that I, I'm. Pretty okay with. Mm. They've proposed a massive 60% reduction in refugee admissions from the Obama-era high of Mm 110,000. It's expected to cut that number even deeper, though. Now, I'm okay with that because we don't know who a lot of these people are. And he, he said they'd have to be comprehensive, really good background checks. Now, the left wants to just let everybody in. They're all about comprehensive background checks when it comes to checking on you, the American citizen. But people from terrorist nations, totally fine. I'll yeah. let them in. Yeah, let what, them in.
5: Sure. What? What is there a problem?
1: Experts evaluating the administration's latest refugee totals now predict a slash of over seventy-seven percent to uh, twenty-five thousand refugees a year. There, there is a a theory among many people that the United States is just the dumping ground for everybody in the world. Anybody who wants to come here, you can come here. You can do anything you want here or or nothing at all, and we'll take care of you. We don't have to know who you are. We don't have to know why you're here. We don't have to know what you bring to us. We don't have to know any of that. All we have to do is let you in, and that's our responsibility. That's our duty. There's no responsibility on the part of anyone anywhere else. I'm just so so sick and tired of it, so... This kind of resonates. Obama averaged about 75,000 refugee admissions every year. Now, when this was happening under Obama, we were being told, no, there's no refugees coming here. No. 75,000 a year? It's controversial around the nation because uh, more and more are pouring into countries all over the world and you don't know their points of view. You don't know if they're terrorists or not. The terrorists have told us that they're blending in with these people. So, how do we know? (laughs) We don't, is the answer. Mm -hmm. All right. It's been fun. Uh, Yeah. Tomorrow, maybe (laughs) we'll just put all this aside and just have fun. Really? Tell you a couple of things. If anything breaks, we'll give you the news. Maybe.
5: Maybe. I don't even, don't promise that.
1: uh, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Free Speech Friday tomorrow (laughs) here on Pack Ray Unleashed.
0: Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.